on a, that's a great way to start. Great way to start the podcast. <laughs> yeah, drink and I'll go. Pause for edit. <laughs> We're always sick, Derek. We're always sick. That's correct. Why is why is life like this? I think it's because we have young children in school. Must be. Or we both <sighs> suck. It's one of those two. One of those know. two. Maybe our immune systems are just really low. <laughs> because I don't I don't remember being this sick when I was a kid. Uh it could also be COVID and everyone being away from each other for so long. Yeah. I guess. But well, this isn't COVID what I have, thankfully. No, I just mean we were so everyone was <laughs> segregated and wearing masks. So you didn't catch the regular things and fight it off or Yeah. Uh, your immune system went lower and Yeah. Yeah. I heard talks of that being a problem when they were talking about reopening. Quarantine. Yeah. It makes sense. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. No, I'm, I'm on the wrong side. I got to do this. There we go. It's a visual thing that people people listening don't understand what I did. But no, it's a great podcasting. <laughs> we make that joke about five times an episode too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get used to stop. it. Get used to it. Uh, how are you? It's been a while. Uh, yeah, I'm all right. We've Other been, we've been talking a little bit on texting, like, but yeah. not a lot. Not a lot. I came to your house the other day when you were in the shower. Whoa, <laughs> scandalous! That's OnlyFans content, man. Don't be playing that for free. <laughs> I didn't see you in the shower. I stood outside and talked to your wife. <laughs> yeah, you tried though. But. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's not what trying looks like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yes, you did. You dropped off a controller stand for my 360, my Django 360. Yeah, I figured. I meant to give that to you like a month ago, but my buddy was didn't bring it into work because I asked him to print it for me on his 3D printer. And... Uh, then he just delayed, and then I wasn't at work for a week, and then, yeah. Back and forth, back and forth? Yeah. Yeah. Long yeah. delay. But well, you got you. it now, it, and it looks good. It looks good in the display. Come to expos and exchanges and anything where I'm I'm zending, and I'll be bringing <clears> and everyone can see. Everyone cannot see the controller stand, because the idea is that it's hidden behind. That's the idea, yeah. <laughs> yep. So... But it does look cool standing up, though. At least it brings a little bit more attention. Doesn't just fade into the into the base. Yeah, the way it just sat down. Yeah. And you got a display case since our last podcast too. Yes, I got the display case. I got a football helmet display case from Michaels. Yeah. Use a coupon. Use a coupon. Got to use a coupon at Michaels because their prices are too high. Yeah. It was a forty percent off coupon. Uh I think it was. I think it was forty percent off. Maybe. Yeah. It was Maybe a decent easily. amount anyway. Yeah. Yeah, the Xbox fits in it just, you know, standing up, so there's just Good. enough room. Did I you measure? It. Yeah, I did. Okay. But it, I, it was going to be close, and I wasn't sure about, like, the inset in the base. Yeah, that's true. Yep. So, and there was a helmet stand, like, glued in place, so I had to, like, oh, pull that off you did. to okay. make, make space. So, it wasn't hard, but I just didn't want to damage anything. Yeah, if it was, you could put a stand. mat. It's just like a little, it looks like a football Um we have one that's a, a football, football stand holder. one. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a little cup disc thing. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Ours ours still has that in it for my wife's wedding bouquet. Okay. She did well, not remove that because she didn't want to wreck the bottom of it. Yeah. Yeah. I just 
it came out on good? it slowly and it came out fine. Yeah, that's good. That's so good. You can always use it. Probably intend that people pull it out. It does say in the thing you can take them off if you need to. That's good. So I was just like, it's it's in there pretty good though. You gotta you gotta work at it. But okay. it's got it's got that what do you call it like that? Um, I almost want to call it like a gelatin glue. I was gonna ask if it was that kind, like the yeah, kind when that. you get a when you get a credit card mailed to you. Yeah, the kind that holds the card to the paper. Yeah, that stuff. Yeah, it's okay. That, That's what I was like, hoping it was. It's like the super glue version of that. Oh, okay. So it's really strong, but it doesn't didn't damage anything. So that's good. Yeah. Because yeah. I think the the case is usually painted wood at the bottom. Yeah. But even if it did like cause any damage, then I would just cut a mat or something like that to put inside, like felt or something. True. Yeah. So you wouldn't notice it. Yeah, so I'd be a fool and try and paint it. <laughs> I mean, you could. No one's really looking at it, and it would have been on top of like wherever the console would be anyway. So you would. Yeah, see yeah. So, no big okay. deal. So, well, the reason. Well, I knew you were at my house after you dropped the thing off because my wife. Yeah, I didn't warn you ahead because I was just <laughs> like, well, I think I was out. What the heck? What time of day? It was after work, I think. Yeah, it's right after work, and I figured I'm already on that side of town because my work's basically that side of town and uh, figured I'd go drop that off while I had a minute. So, but I did not tell you ahead of time because I was just like, whatever, you don't need to know that I'm coming. And if you're not there, that's fine. I figured you were going to be at work, but yeah. And you would have normally. Yeah. But I was home. I was home because I was sick. (laughs) Yep. So what day was that? Was that a, it was Friday, right? I think it was Friday. I just don't remember. I believe it was. I could find out, but it would be very boring podcasting. That's fine. I think it was Friday. Knowing myself, I'll find out anyway. Because my wife was also home. Yeah. Which was, that was the day we were both home together. Um, So Friday, uh, no, not Friday, Thursday, I had to take my oldest to the doctor, doctor's appointment. Mm -hmm. And so that was like one o'clock ish. I had to take him. So went and picked him up, took him out early from school. Um, Friday would have been a PD day. So no school that day. Yep. So, anyways, pulled him out, went to the doctor's office, did the checkup, got our things. Then I had to get his. I didn't have his health card, but you don't need a health card for kids, really, because they're just like, whatever, just take him. Mm-hmm. Um, In Canada. In Canada, yes, sorry. <laughs> um, but afterwards, I'm like, oh, I got to go get some medicine. So I'm going to go grab his health card in case the pharmacy wants it. So I had to go buy my wife's work because she had his health card. So mm-hmm. when I was on the way there, I just started feeling like garbage. Like I didn't feel great in the morning, but it was spe- specifically the drive between the doctor and my wife's work when I just felt horrible. Like mm-hmm. felt like I got hit by a bus. So, I, uh, anyways, got the uh, health card, went to the pharmacy, did all that stuff, and I just was feeling more and more gross as we went by, and it, and achy, like sore, achy, so it wasn't just like a cold, it wasn't just like a head thing or a stomach thing, it was like my joints were sore, my back was sore, my neck was sore, everything was like cramping, um... And so I asked my son, I'm like, do you want to go back to school or do you just want to go home for the day? He's like, I want to go back to school. I'm like, 
if you go home with me, you can play Minecraft for the rest of the day. He's like, okay, we can go home. <laughs> I'm like, perfect. Because I don't want to have to get up and have to go and pick you up from school again. Yeah. And I don't want to go back to work. So I'm just going to say that you're not feeling well and we're just going to go home. So Your I pulled my son. to this, right? <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, went home. He played Minecraft and I went to the couch and I fell asleep for like three hours, like just out and then still continued to feel like garbage when I woke up. So I'm like, all right, something's up. This isn't like just a thing that's going to go away. Mm-hmm. Anyways, tough to, th- actually that night I didn't, I was supposed to go to work on Friday, but then Thursday night I couldn't <clears> sleep. <throat> Same thing. Chills, no fever, just chills, headache, achiness soreness whatever restlessness on and on and on through the night so couldn't sleep anyways i texted my uh, boss in the morning and i was like yeah i'm not coming in not enough sleep i'm in charge of a heavy vehicle i'm not chancing my life or the lives of others for let alone you don't feel good right and i don't feel well exactly so (coughs) So, took friday off and then uh my wife at the same time did not feel well either so she took friday off and then we t- and we sent the kids off to my parents so that we could just sit home and rest. And I'll get back to what I did that day later. But we'll we'll we'll, we'll build up. Um, <laughs> uh, Saturday, same thing. Felt gross. Not getting any better. Now my throat's starting to hurt. Um, Sunday, same thing. Monday, and it's just like okay. We need to go to the doctor because this is not something that's doing what it should do. So anyways, uh, and then my youngest son also started complaining about a sore throat. And the whole time you guys are COVID testing. We're, yeah, we've been COVID testing. We're not, yeah. it's not COVID. Just for anybody COVID. thinking that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not COVID. Because as soon as you guys said sore body, my, my brain went to COVID because I've heard people say that that was the only side effect they had was, was sore body, sore muscles. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. that was like, the, I didn't test right away, but uh, on Friday, my wife tested immediately. And if she, so, and then, you know, we tested and tested and, and nothing. Yeah. So, um, anyways, so we went to the doctor on Monday um, and we all got tested for strep and we all had strep throat. Mm-hmm. So that was been fun. And I would say I've had COVID and I've had strep. <clears throat> So far, strep is worse than COVID. <laughs> Did you get anything for it? Like, is it antibiotics or what? Yeah, it? so it's antibiotics. Okay. So, and so my oldest does not have strep, but my youngest does. So the three of us have it. So the three of us have our little medication parties at dinner time. <laughs> Banana flavored? Banana flavored? Uh, I think no. My youngest has a fruit fruit punch or something like that. Okay. Um, we all ha- we have three different <clears throat> three different medications. Because of my youngest is one, or my youngest is uh, not taking pills, so his is in like a liquid form. Yeah. My wife has one pill, but I can't have that pill because I'm allergic to something that's in it. Oh, okay. So I have a separate pill, <coughs> So, which I'm glad I'm allergic because she has to take two pills for 10 days, and I have six pills. I have oh. to take one pill a day. Hmm. So one pill a day for, I've got two left now, so easy <laughs> and they're half the size of what she has so i'm like why don't you just recommend this just give everybody this pill Probably doesn't work as well <laughs> <laughs> yeah probably or maybe it's harder to get or maybe it's 
It's probably more yeah. expensive. More expensive? Maybe. Maybe. So. Yeah, it's uh it's been a treat. <laughs> sounds sounds great. Yeah. But I'm no it's longer I'm no longer contagious, but you can probably still hear it in my voice a little bit. A little bit. You just sound a little sexier, right? Awesome. A little lower pitch. That's my point. That's what I'm trying <laughs> to do. Just get just get strep strep constantly. So then go into voice acting. Awesome. Then I can stay home all day. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's been my that's been my weekend. Been dealing with that and trying. Great. Yeah. What What did you do on the uh, the seventh uh, or eighth of April? Seventh or eighth. <laughs> Cryptic You're question. making me look back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what day it was. That's the problem. A Friday, Saturday. Friday, Saturday. What What happened the fifth of April? The Mario movie came out. Oh, I was like, well, Mike, what are you talking about, man? I am so confused. No, I went on the 9th. That's why. I was like, yes, I couldn't remember what day you went for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the Mario movie came out. Yeah, we went on the, I don't remember, 7th or 8th, I think. I forget. I think it was middle of the day, so I think it was the 8th. No, it was Friday. You Friday were Friday, the 7th. It was another you? PA day. Yeah. So many PA days. Just two weeks apart, two PA days. Anyway, yeah, we went on the Friday the seventh. Yeah, we went and saw the yeah. Mario movie. Went with the kids and wife, and we all enjoyed it. I don't have much more to say than it, other than everyone else is saying, you know. Okay. Uh, I can say things, but. Well, let's say point. let's say things. Let's say things. People want to hear our. Opinions. I've heard people say that uh, having uh, Seth Rogen's voice in there was like, you know took you uh, took you way out of the movie a little bit and i can agree with that i can agree but i, I don't care mainly That's when he did his laugh because he was trying too hard to be himself but everything yeah. else wasn't bad if anything like cranky kong's voice was more like what the but i don't know who it was yet so i don't know if that was actually actual voice or if he's putting on or what see I, I didn't i didn't have a problem with cranky's voice didn't i didn't i didn't really have a problem with seth rogan's voice either most people who had a problem with Seth Rogen's voice just have a problem with Seth Rogen in general. Yeah. So they just See, don't I like, like him. I like him, but his his voice, his his laugh was the he obviously did his his you very know, iconic distinct. Yeah, yeah, laugh. very distinct. Yeah. He could have done a normal laugh, I'm sure. Well, but. you have to understand, he's not a voice actor, right? Like he, yes, he he's a celebrity. Only, yeah. He can only be Seth Rogen. He doesn't play different characters in all but of his movies. But he could have been he, coached to do a different laugh. Yeah, but. But I bet they wanted his laugh in there. So yeah. Be like, oh, that's Seth Rogen. Yeah. <laughs> and it it was fine. Like I don't really. It was fine. I agree. Yeah. And the movie itself was good. Like really good. Yeah. So, I <laughs> I do have a bit of a a bit of a gripe though. Yeah, just that's a, fine. Just a bit. Okay. I want to preface this though by <laughs> calming down all the Nintendo nerds. I like there, Mario. There's Nintendo nerds. <laughs> a lot of them. There's fanboys. A lot of them. Okay, this movie is fine. It's it's a good movie for kids. It's it's perfectly fine for that. I just wanted it to be a little bit more. And not in if you want if you want nostalgia hits, if you want easter eggs, if you want you know, a story of Mario fights Bowser and wins, done, that's it Pan and you pandering. See You're saying if yeah, you want pandering. If you want pandering this movie that's what you get and it's that's <clears throat> and it's good for that in my mind i think that that's all we could have got because they didn't want to go too much outside and get criticism 
and I hope that the next movie will be different. And that's and that's what I'm hoping is like I'm hoping more. this is the this is the building block, the stepping stone to more and more and more. Um, even and everyone's complaining about Illumination about their animation style and it didn't it looked almost too realistic and they made it kind of a little bit more cartoony. Oh. I've heard that too. I didn't too. hear that, but I didn't find it bad. Well, you know, when they're trying to like, you know, you can see the stitching in Mario's clothing, that kind of stuff. It's just like, do we really need that that level of detail in a Mario movie? Not Probably because not. like we don't need it, but just like you're focusing too much on the realism versus like this is a guy who eats mushrooms and gets powers yeah. and you yeah. know what I mean? Like I remember hearing about the first Shrek movie when they were doing the first Shrek movie that the guys doing the 3d model of the girl were told dial it back. She looks too real and not part of the universe anymore yeah. because they were focusing too much on making her look real and like impressive and everything. Yeah. So, I mean, I can kind of see the same kind of thing. Same maybe. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Where maybe they still did it across the board, but yeah. Yeah. I didn't um, bother me at all. We also watched it in 3D. Uh, where my did kids you watch have never it in been. 3D? Where did you watch uh, it? Theater by me. <clears throat> so okay, because I've screwed, I've screwed this up so, so bad. Because I took um, my family and two of my my niece, my niece and my nephew, because that was mm-hmm. their their Christmas present. We were going to take them to a movie, uh, and they picked this one. In my head, I'm just like. I was looking through the listings and I saw an IMAX listing. I'm like, oh, perfect. An IMAX listing. I went to the IMAX theater. It was not in 3D. I was like, yeah, what's I didn't the purpose? Think IMAX of- was 3D. I-, I always assume IMAX is 3D. Why else would you go to an IMAX? I thought IMAX was just a big screen. Anyways, I should have gone <laughs> to a different I, I should have gone to a different theater because I was Yeah, our, my well, kids have never seen a 3D movie, I don't think. Anyways, yeah. I I assumed it was going to be 3D and it wasn't. Well, this is also my first time taking my youngest to a theater. He had never been to a movie theater before. He's only three. So I didn't... It's kind of good that it wasn't 3D, but I was kind of hoping it was 3D. But either way. Um, I also went to the wrong theater at the first time. I bought tickets and then drove to the wrong theater. That was oh, fun. That's good. Yeah. So that so. it was a quick run back into the cars and drive to the right theater. And we made it there and bought snacks and sat down just as the Nintendo thing was popping up on the screen. So we made it, but it was really close. Yeah, so I see standard IMAX is 2D. IMAX 3D requires special classes. Yeah. But another question someone asked is, is IMAX considered 3D? And then they just start talking about IMAX 3D projectors. So I, I don't know. I'm assuming there's two different... Like there's IMAX and there's IMAX 3D is my guess. Anyways, hmm. I guess it's kind of a good thing that I didn't get 3D for just for you guys of my youngest. I don't know how well he would have tolerated sitting there for that long with glasses on his face. Yeah, that's why we've waited this long, right? Yeah. So, oh well, maybe my the next one. Over he's six and a half now, ish. Or, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Did we again, in terms- ever talk about our play date with our kids? Oh, I'm not done with the Mario movie. Okay. Hold on a second. Yeah. Hold I on. I just thought of that. Continue with the Mario movie. <laughs> Pause for we edit. Did, we did talk about... I thought we did talk about Playdate with the kids. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure we did. Um, anyways. Mario movie. Um, 
my other problem is Mario doesn't really grow in the movie. Like he doesn't he doesn't have a character arc. He's just Mario. Is that not good enough for you? you well, I, 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 <laughs> I wanted him to grow as a as a character, you know? Like he he's the same person at the beginning as he is at the end. Yeah. Um well, yeah. Mario is also not If anything good at he learned anything. that his his superpower is being stubborn and not giving up that's the thing he 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 has no powers his power is he gets hit and he just gets back up so he's really tough it's that's what rocky balboa lives for right i was gonna say it's just rocky one (laughs) he's not good at boxing he could just take a lot of hits right (laughs) that's it anyways there's just a few things there's just things like that it's just like yes it's fine i also would have liked to get more of a message rather than if you know family stays together and we're good basically like mario and Mm. luigi they can do anything together and and the fact it came together so kind of feebly at the end like they had no screen time together essentially at the end it was just kind of like luigi's gonna save mario and then we're done but there was no build-up to that you could just see luigi was in a cage for half the movie for actually all, all the movie he was in a cage essentially yeah so we had he had nowhere to grow either. So where all of a sudden you get this courage from to to look to save Mario? You know, just things like that. Again, these are just criticisms of the movie. It's still a good movie. Kids don't see it, but we do. I also would have liked to see a bit more of a theme or a moral through the movie, like a Pixar does, or even even Illumination does, with like the Despicable Me, of like you know. It's, grew who is a bad person and then he becomes a good person you know just some sort of transformation would have been good to see yeah i mean mario learns to platform and we all try to do that in video games so there's there's something but then he doesn't even finish the level he doesn't even finish it (laughs) that's true she lets him get away with not finishing it so what is the teaching kids ah good enough (laughs) just give up good enough if you get close, ah, good enough. That's pretty good. You know what I mean? So, anyways, aside from those things, it's still a fun, entertaining movie. I just wanted a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like it wasn't Illumination. I think it was also just like Nintendo holding yeah. it back, saying we got to play it safe. We got to play like it safe. I feel like Nintendo is yeah sanitizing and, and controlling it a lot. Yeah, so I think so. I, like, I hope this is the stepping stone for the next one where they can, you know, do more of those things. But then it'll be like um, <clears throat> the last uh, the last Jedi and just, you know, shit all over it. Shit all over the, the, the stepping stone. Tell me how you really feel. <laughs> I don't know what that Ryan guy was thinking. <coughs> all right. Moving on trying to find when I was at your place. I don't remember what for anymore. Something we said 10 minutes ago. doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, what are you talking about when your family came over to my house and we... Yes, I was trying to figure out when had, we came over yeah, yeah. and had the play date to see if we could have talked about it since then, because I don't remember. I'm pretty sure we talked about that at some episode. Nah, it doesn't matter. Anyways, you came over. Kids played. Because our, our wives met, that's why. Yes, we did talk about that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. No, but our wives, no, our, our wives met talking in front of my house. Mm. That was what we talked about. Is it? I think so. Maybe. Either way, 
We went over. Mm-hmm. You guys served us food. Yes, we did. <laughs> Our kids played. Yes, they, they had fun. That's good. That's pretty much it. Did they want to leave? I don't think so. No. No, that's always a good sign. When the kids yeah. don't want to leave, you know, okay, all right. Yeah. We survived. When the kids are asking when when are, when are we going home, then it's like, all right. Well, and then we were about to leave, and then I said, oh, you should show Sean your video game basement. And then <laughs> then we didn't leave again. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. So. Yeah. Next, we're going to have to invite you over sometime. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm, I'm constantly looking at my Twitter DMs waiting for an invite. I'm just sad every day. <clears throat> If I invite you over, you're going to have to take some stuff home with you. <laughs> well, I, I didn't say I'd come over right away. I just, I'm waiting for the invite. <laughs> okay. I'll make sure the invite's in the future then. Yeah. Which is something we'll talk about later. I'm sure. Because I have that in my list of stuff to talk about. Okay. I was leaving that for you if you wanted. I wasn't mm, going to. Okay. I wasn't. Uh, that's that's your prerogative. That's not my prerogative. <laughs> what do you well, want to disclose? I, what did I do? I was uh, looking at Kijiji, as I often do, which is like a Canadian Craigslist-ish, owned by eBay, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and I came across a guy selling a 3D printer. And I've been watching for a 3D printer for years now. I had one in 2012 or 13, and it was super expensive, special order from California off a Kickstarter that had just ended, and I bought like inventory right after the Kickstarter, but it was a really early model because this is a long time ago and uh, they had a lot of issues or at least it was finicky to get set up and stuff and the company didn't support it very good afterward. So uh, I used it for, I don't know, a couple of years and then just forgot about it and, and never bothered with it because of the finickiness of getting it flat basically was the, the big annoying part. And there was also like tons of upgrades you could do to fix other issues with it. I did some of them, but the ones that, we're going to cost like a hundred dollars or more. I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. So it just sat in my garage forever. And then last year I was climbing in my garage to like fix the garage door opener or something like that. And I stepped on it and broke the glass bed. And I'm like, okay, well that's just parts now. (laughs) Tried selling it on Kijiji a couple of times, but people would just offer me way too little money and the parts in it worth more than what they were offering. So I'm not going to bother. Didn't bother. So anyway, I found this guy selling a 3d printer and it was uh, one that my friend has the the previous year model of, or the previous model of. Uh, So I just, he's been happy with his for the past five years. So I picked this one up. Uh, It, my friend bought his five years ago or so for $650. It seems like it still costs that from like Chinese websites. Oh, wow. uh, I should double check to make sure that I'm not crazy and that that is the truth. But this is a Creality CR10 V3 is what I bought. Um, if I check what that's worth, I don't, I don't, um, Amazon, AliExpress, I don't know. Something. Anyway, so like $615 on Amazon. Wow. .ca. Um, and this one that I've got also has a couple upgrades in it too, like the bed leveling, automatic bed leveling and, uh, upgraded motherboard and stuff like that. So anyway, the guy was selling it for 375 bucks and he said, it's brand new. I just, uh, set it up and did one test print and he showed the test print to see how good it printed and that it works. Um, and I've seen him posting for a while since I've been watching these listings for a while. I've seen that same guy posting and he seems to fix up printers that are broken and sell them. 
So I don't know if he got this cheap somewhere, like Crazy Bins or something, uh, and fixed it up and got it working. He upgraded the motherboard, so maybe the motherboard was bad. I don't know. But uh, I I was like, would you take 350? (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, yeah, for sure. So I went over there. He's in the Laurelwood area, so not too far away from me. Not too far from you, yeah. I went there, and he showed it to me and he's got another one sitting there on the ground he's got more listings and stuff and he seemed to know exactly what he's talking about and he uh i bought it from him brought it home then i had to wait for filament because i ordered some online and then i went to canada computers locally to grab one because i was in a hurry (laughs) uh and then used that and then i had some questions for him about uh what was it i forget what i asked him about wasn't a problem i had because it started working good Oh, just settings. What settings to use for like what temperature the end should be and all kinds of just settings in general. He gave me suggestions and everything he suggested seemed to make sense to me and my friend Rob, who's got another printer. So we were impressed with the guy's ability to, 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 you know, help me out and, and also troubleshoot. I think I gave him one problem or something like that and he gave good options for troubleshooting it. But, uh, yeah. And so that was good. I'm very happy with that. And it was a, really good deal so i have a 3d printer and i've already gone through over a kilogram of filament since i bought it so (laughs) yep you should uh offer him the one you stepped on i tried selling it locally and i think he might have been one of the guys that contacted me but it's just the parts are so old it's not worth it to anybody yeah so i disassembled the one that i stepped on i took it apart and i have all the parts in a box just in case i need them for either this one or just parts in general for other projects oh, okay. yeah. i was actually going to make a plotter pen like you can use a 3d printer without the without the height axis to just mm-hmm. do a pen actually you still want the height axis because you want to lift it but you can make a pen that just draws pictures for you and you can pre-program pictures and put them in for it to draw cool things yeah. so i thought about doing that with it but again i don't really have time to screw around with it so maybe someday so what have you been printing Oh, a ton of things. A lot of things for the printer. <laughs> so the printer's right here above me. If anybody see the filament watching, there, yeah. that's the filament. So I printed a new filament holder for it that has bearings in it to make it spin smoother. Okay. And then that also made the filament stick out a little further. So in in doing that, then the filament uh, there's a runout detector that the filament goes through. That if it runs out, it stops your print. Well, that thing then was rubbing, or the filament was rubbing on the side because that thing wasn't sticking out far enough. So I made a thing that moves that over just a couple inches. And then uh, I have 3D printed. Uh, so, you know, Mario Lego. Yeah. You have costumes for your Mario guys. Yeah. This person on Thingiverse, which is where a lot of free models are, and I've been on there since my old printer, they have what they call a mannequin. It's basically like just a, a custom block that goes in the Mario costume and the hat clicks on top okay. just to keep everything together. Yeah. So I printed all like eight of those for my kids' costumes for Mario Lego. Um, I, I tend to put the things that I print into practice and forget about them. <laughs> um, I printed little um, tube squap stoppers for two by two inch square tubing for my mm-hmm. custom desk here. Okay. Yeah. I had printed those in the past with my old printer but they weren't as strong because I, I had a bad design and then I reprinted them and I only printed one before I started having issues with the printer. So I printed four of those for the caps here and then I realized I could use two more over there and I had to print those. Um, what else did I printed? I did print a VHS tape cleaner where you put the VHS tape in and then you hook up a crank and spin it with um, cloth in it 
and as proper alcohol, the clean of the HS tape. Okay. It did not turn out great. I don't know the bad. It's just a really bad design the guy made. What else have I printed? Uh, I printed a camera holder for the 3D printer to hold a camera that's pointing at the 3D printer that I can watch remotely to see if the print is working. Okay. Um, and then I set up a Raspberry Pi and I 3D printed the case for the Raspberry Pi that sits on top of the 3D printer uh, power power box and has screw holes that go into that. Um, 3D printed some battery holders for AA and AAA ba- rechargeable batteries here. Um, uh, my son's TV VCR combo that I had talked about last time, the 13-inch yep. TV, the battery cover for that TV was broken. The little hook on it was broken. Okay, yeah. Actually, two hooks. There's one on the one side and one on the other side that you're, not, you're used to seeing. Yeah. So I designed that in the 3D program and printed that off. And after like four five revisions of it i came up with like a perfect remote cover for that like it just fits like original it's great so i did that as well and that was fun (laughs) prototyping and coming up with the right measurements and stuff um i don't know i printed a bunch of other stuff i can't even remember that's cool i made this like a mario character with like slinky legs so you like shake him around his legs move or you can pose him and stuff yeah Um, and that prints in place you don't assemble it at all which is pretty cool and then there's an octopus that I made for my daughter because I figured the Mario is basically going to be for my son. Make one for my daughter, too. So I made an octopus one, too. Those are just nice. silly little toys to have. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. 3D printer. I've thought about getting into 3D printing, but I was like, eh, I don't have enough time. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just get people to do it for me. I know someone. I know someone. <laughs> <laughs> it was well, like literally... Before I got that 3D printed thing from my friend for you, I already had my printer and I could have printed the part for you. <laughs> but he also printed me all the hooks that go in the, the controller holders behind me. Okay. All the yep. ones that hold all the various controllers. So, But most of those I had to customize the shape of because those glass door, those plexiglass doors close. Mm-hmm. And almost every model that people have made for like Xbox 360 controllers, PS3 controllers, they weren't tight enough in towards the wall for them to fit inside that. So yeah. a lot of them I had to modify to make smaller. But when I do modify something like that, I repost mine on Thingiverse as what they call a remix of the other person's design. So if someone yeah. else is searching and they find that other person's design, they can see all the people who have either made it or remixed it or commented on it or whatever else. Yeah. Um, so you can always share them that way. I really like that about Thingiverse. Yeah. Which is the website <laughs> where people share that stuff. That's, Thing, T-H-I-N-G-I-verse, V-E-R-S-E. If anybody's curious to go look at a whole bunch of 3D models of cool stuff you make. And if you ever want me to print you something, go there. (laughs) Go there, and I'll be like, print this for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've done that. I think I've sent stuff to Hodge from, I was like, here, can you get Paula to print this for me? Yeah, yeah. So, and I'll just send it to you. Yep. I'm local, (laughs) so it's easy. Easy. Cool. I feel like I've talked too much. No, you know what? It's uh, it's good. It's, there's not a whole lot on my end other than being sick. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can continue talking if you'd like. <clears throat> well, I also I, spent I, money. You, you spent yeah, money. You I spent some money. You spent some money? I spent some money. What did you spend some money, you spend some money on? <clears throat> not what you think I'm going to talk about. but I, I don't think you're going to because you told me you're going to leave it up to me to talk <laughs> about. <laughs> um... I bought a new pair of Bluetooth earbuds. I was going to say shoes. I was like, wow. Cool. Bluetooth shoes? Bluetooth shoes. <laughs> they probably have those. <clears throat> probably. Bluetooth earbuds. 
Bluetooth earbuds. So I I went out and I bought the most expensive Bluetooth earbuds I've ever bought in my entire life. Not the ones you you could ever buy. No, never mind. I probably should have told you about this deal that I have for Bluetooth headphones. You probably should. I definitely should have. Well, hold on. It's a really good deal. Hold on to that thought. Anyways, so I bought these ones, the Sony WF-C500s. Okay. They were on sale for $100. That's expensive for Bluetooth headphones. I mean, especially by my standard, but that I'll get into after. (laughs) Anyways, they were really nice. I've only ever bought like really cheap ones, like $30 headphones, earbuds, that kind of stuff. That's the price range I'm at. But but I have an extra deal on top of that. Anyways, so I bought these because I'm like, you know what? It's one of those things where I use my earbuds all day every day so all why in not the truck in the truck so why not invest in something that will last all day because these will these will last for eight hours on which for earbuds is unheard of almost <clears throat> most unless they have like these are the truly wireless ones right so if you get ones with like a wire in between with a control yeah, no those ones you can get to last longer but like the truly wireless ones they get like eight to ten hours out of a single charge pretty hard to come by so i saw these had that they're comfortable they sound awesome so like whatever they're on sale for 100 bucks i'll just go and do it Mm -hmm. thursday comes last thursday when i had to take my son to the hospital not the hospital to the doctor yeah um i didn't want to go in my work my grubby garbage clothes to the doctor's office so i picked him up from school we came home i changed quickly in the meantime Took my earbuds out because I didn't have time to put them in the case. I threw them in my work jacket pocket and then I took it to the doctor. When I came back, I didn't think about it. Then I was feeling sick. So whatever, did the whole sick thing for three days. Um, Sunday comes. I'm like, oh yeah, I got to go to work on Monday. I better wash my clothes, my work clothes. You can tell where this is going. I can tell where this is going. Yes, I washed my Bluetooth earbuds, my $100 Bluetooth earbuds, (laughs) because I didn't think about it. They're still in my work jacket, and I never do that. I'd had them for like two weeks only, and now they're washed. And they have no waterproof rating on them. They're like, not not for being spun around in a washing machine. Yeah, I figure, or submerged (laughs) or anything like that. They can can get wet, like sprinkled on, but they can't be submerged for that long, no. Yeah, like IP40 something, I don't remember. Yeah. Hmm. Well, then you may need so, to know about this. I, mean, I was like, that's why I said, hold deal. on to that thought. I may need that Bluetooth earbud deal because I am looking at buying the same ones again. Well, so when I listen to Bluetooth ear or use Bluetooth earphones, I usually use one side or the other. Like mm-hmm. I'm doing dishes at home or something like that. Yeah. But about three years ago, maybe I got told by a friend of my wife's friend. I had a friend, and her husband told me when we went to go hang out with their kid. And like that, the kids do play date. That uh, he gets free headphones from this company who sends him pairs for review on Amazon. Oh! So what you okay. do is you buy the headphones from Amazon. They will immediately PayPal you the amount that you paid. Okay. And then you write a review whenever you feel like it. Okay. <laughs> so the company that sells the headphones is Sound Pete's. That's what they were called. They've renamed themselves 
maybe because of Amazon not letting them do this thing. I don't know, but they seem to have lots of reviews. But they're now called True Free. Okay. So if you look for True Free Bluetooth earphones and you check them out, uh, most of those pairs you can get for free from them at some point or another. Um, I've gotten seven, six or seven pairs from them, I think. I should probably stop. But I keep, <laughs> I keep wanting to try the different styles and different um, types of headphones to see. Like there's one pair that... They, they sit on your ears, but they don't go in your ear. It kind of okay. like has little speakers that point sound at your ear, and then it loops around the back of your ear and connects at the back. And oh, I found okay. those are very good for working around the house and still being able to hear what's going on in the house. Yeah. Whereas uh, the other pairs I have, most of them are, they go in your ear with the like rubbery the cup, the sign, cup sound thing. Sound isolating. Yeah. Most of the pairs are that. And then they also have the iPod, or I, whatever the hell they're called. AirPods. Uh, AirPod shape <clears throat> ones as well yeah. that, that are more just plastic in your ear, which I find uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, so I've had several pairs of each of those. <laughs> and I still have them all. I mean, I could just clean a pair and give them to you that I'm not using anymore as well. How, so That's do you just, also you just, possible. Do you just buy them and they just contact you or... So they, first, they, they ask whoever they've got doing it already to mm -hmm. always refer anyone they want. Okay. So that's what this guy did. He referred me to them. They emailed me and said, okay, here's the ones we've got available for review right now. Yeah. And they basically make it sound like you're a YouTube reviewer type thing. Like, oh, thanks for considering reviewing <laughs> our product. You get, we'll completely re reimburse you. Just leave a review and send us a link to the review. They never say it has to be a good review. Yeah. They just want but review. the last, the second last ones I did, the ones that go around the back of your neck, they say that they're waterproof. Okay. So I used them in the shower the one time and they completely cut out and started doing weird distortion things when I was using them in the shower because they got slightly wet. Yeah. Like I hadn't even like washed my hair, for example, <laughs> with them on. Like the one side got slightly wet and they cut out. This so how, I didn't post a review. This yeah. is how Derek Well, they're dies. Bluetooth. It's like <laughs> three and a half volts. I'll be fine. Uh, so uh, I kind of didn't review those ones and I thought, okay, I'm done here. I'm never going to get headphones from these people again. So they send out another email with another set. And I forget what it was about them. Oh, the case is so much smaller on the new ones. And I'm like, I'd like to try those ones because that case looks like it fits better in your pocket. So I replied to the email saying, I'd like to try those ones. And they sent back saying, oh, we never got a review for that last one. So I was blatantly honest. And I just said, honestly, I had an issue with those last ones. I didn't want to leave a negative review. And I didn't want to do a return on something that I got for free. So I did nothing. And they replied back with, totally understandable. If you still want these new ones, let's go ahead and do that. I'm like, okay, sounds good. So I also did the, the, I also referred my mom to them and she got a pair for free from them as well. Okay. So it definitely works. Hmm. I referred a couple friends and neither, none of them seem to have done it. I don't know if they're just being lazy or what, but huh. yeah. 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 Well, perhaps, perhaps. Yeah. Maybe I should just uh, send them your information. It wouldn't hurt. Yeah, I actually have just a few extra earbuds around. <clears throat> yeah. May not I've, be my daily. I've got too many pairs later. <laughs> yeah. So Well, this isn't the end of my So I I haven't I haven't replaced these ones yet. 
Um, what does it say? IPX. These are IPX4 rated, whatever that is. Yeah, so <laughs> the first number is dust. The second number is water, I think. I don't know. I learned about it from work, and I just forget it all. So, But you can Google it, IP, IP rating chart, Yeah, and it'll give you an idea of what the things mean. It's basically the size of the dirt, dust on the first number and the amount of water on the second number or, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, whether it's like splashes or jets or submerged and that kind of stuff mm -hmm. of the water. Yeah. Uh, X4 means it's protected against splashes, splashed water from all directions for five minutes, and then a pressure rating. So, not a not, lot. Not washing machine. No, not, not, that would be like a seven or a nine, I think. Seven so, or eight, yeah. Mm, anyways, yeah. <clears throat> I tried the whole, like, eight. putting them in rice, tried to see if I could dry them out. Yeah, if you could remove the battery, that probably would have helped. Not but of course, you so. can't. So yeah, not without not without wrecking it. All right. So. Yeah. You want me to send him your uh, your email address to these people? Because otherwise, I'll forget. Depends on which email you're sending them. Uh, your Josh, <laughs> Josh one. Not not my full name one though, right? No. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. All right. Sure. Send him that one. I'll, I'll at least create a draft email so I remember to do it later. <laughs> Um, and then what was it? Monday, Monday, um, my, that's when my youngest son said he was feeling sick. So he stayed home with my wife because at that point he can't go to daycare anyway, because he has, we had a doctor's mm -hmm. appointment. So that's when we found out we had strep and whatever. But before we knew we had strep, he was not going to school because he felt so sick. My wife still wasn't feeling well enough to go in, so she stayed home. Um, so I went to work, and then I get a phone call. I don't know a phone call. I got a text message around maybe 10 o'clock saying, oh, he threw up all over the couch. And I'm like, okay, so it's probably a good thing he didn't <clears throat> go to school or didn't go to daycare. Um, and then about, I'm going to say, three or four hours later, I get a... Uh, message on messenger saying from my wife saying I put my phone through the wash oh my god <laughs> the wash the washer strikes again <laughs> maybe you need to start hand washing your laundry clearly or, or maybe just emptying pockets oh apparently well they were both on the couch and he threw up on the blanket and she picked up the blanket and threw the blanket in the wash and her phone was in there as well so that went. So this is where I had to spend money because now I had to go out and buy a new phone for my wife. Yeah, so. I haven't bought a new phone for me or my wife in like four years. Well, I, we haven't either. Like she hasn't bought a phone in five years. I haven't bought a phone in five, five-ish years. So, anyways, I finally went out, and she's been she's been talking about maybe getting a new phone. So this is, I was like, you did this on purpose, didn't you? You you just wanted <laughs> a new phone. So. Anyways, we've been dealing with, um, I'm trying to do now, um, some data recovery from that phone. Oh boy. I've dis I have disassembled it. It is not meant to be disassembled by me. I've, I've, what it's got a model is it's this? an galaxy S nine. Okay. Yeah. It's got a nice. glass back, which doesn't have a back on it anymore because I've broken it to get it off. Yeah. Um, pulled everything out. It's been 
you know, a couple of days in rice, still water. Last night, pulled the back off. But that is waterproof, Enjoyed. right? Uh, at some point it we'll was, it but yeah. again, maybe not washing machine <laughs> proof. Yeah. It's that spinning around. It forces water into like places it's not. Yeah. It's uh, rated at 68, which should mean in water up to a meter, but probably only for five minutes, I think. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's definitely, it was in there for 20 minutes at least being spun around and jostled and well it says 30 minutes but the spinning around is probably what doesn't actually isn't doesn't tested for yeah. yeah so one meter for 30 minutes should have been fine but uh yeah so anyways it's uh i had it on today for a little bit i managed to get some pictures off and then it started flickering and then it Turn off again. So it's uh, back in rice. So we'll see. Yeah, so I say the flickering sounds like it's not dry yet. It's been in the rice for like three days. So yeah, I would leave it for a whole week. Oh man. Yeah. So Maybe yeah, I'll leave blowing, it for... blowing warm air into it would help. So that's what I like, did last night. I I had the whole thing apart. I I took my air duster and blew water out. I took a hair dryer and blew at it from a distance for like 15, 20 minutes, trying yeah. to just warm it up and evaporate. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So we'll see. And then it was in rice for 24 hours. The problem is with waterproofing comes the inability to get water out if it gets in. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is like I've I've unscrewed the motherboard to try to get stuff out. Okay. Okay. And it's okay. not just like I've pulled the back off. Like I've I've taken yeah. off the the NFC thing, <clears throat> so it's not it's not blocking. So I've I've taken off what I can to try to get stuff in. I don't want to take off too much because I don't want the phone to stop working. Yeah. Because I don't know what it's dependent on to turn on. So. Yeah, yep. it's just it's been an adventure. So the washing machine has cost me so far like almost six hundred dollars. <laughs> I I would say it's maybe not the washing machine's fault. I Derek, don't take this from me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, but oh well. Okay. I've, at least I've had some good sales, some good local sales, so I've been able to get, been able to cover some some of the stuff. So. Yeah. It's uh. It's I good. got my phone replaced under warranty for a battery drain issue. I think back in 2020, and that was just at the end of the warranty of yeah. two year two year warranty. So, yeah. I don't. My my phone is not under warranty anymore. So. Yeah, mine's definitely not anymore. After I did the warranty exchange on that one, I think yeah. they only gave you like ninety days or something like that. Yeah, it's like you've on the new you've, one. Yeah, you've, you've consumed that credit. Yeah. 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 So, anyways, I, I've I've welcomed my family into my or my wife into the Pixel family. Yeah, I do like my Pixel. So she got her. I got her a six A. They're on sale right now, so I got her. 6A. Okay. I did actually talk to the Polykill people and say if I did replace my phone, cause they were talking about pixels already. I'm yeah. Like I was thinking of getting like the four five or six. Yeah. They, they said five, a and six, I think were, were ones they definitely recommended. I forget. Okay. It was Josh, uh, <coughs> creep, creep or not creepy. Josh, creepy frantic, Josh. Josh. Yeah. frantic Josh and someone else said that. The, the, you can't really get the six right now. I mean, unless you're buying used. Yeah. You that's what the, I figured you'd have to, but, the seven right now is on sale, and I've the seven is I've only heard good things as well. So yeah, that's the problem is I don't want to buy something that new. 
I want something older. I don't need yeah. a brand new model because I want it cheaper. Yeah. So like I I want a two hundred to three hundred dollar phone at the most. Okay. And the, nobody the, nobody offers that that's still a decent phone right now. But I have yeah. seen brand new old phones sometimes on Facebook pop up because yeah. someone did a warranty exchange, but they've already upgraded or something like that. Yeah. So, just so I, I've bit. thought about that a couple times. Yeah. The the Pixel Six A right now is on sale for four fifty, and that's buying it outright. So. I'm too cheap for that. <laughs> yeah. Want, well, it was kind that. of a, it was a, a desperate, I'm like, I need a good for phone. For sure. When you're in, yeah, you're in a pinch. That totally makes sense. And I'm it's, not, it's a I'm not criticizing that. A, I'm just saying a, I wish there was better options for I know, cheap I agree. phones. It's a good phone for not that much money, really. How much do you say it was? 6A Four, for? 6A for 450 Because there's one on Kijiji, or on Facebook Marketplace, 4A brand, sorry, 6A brand new 128 gig for 425 Not Whatever. from a store. Yeah. So, of course, your warranty is going to be difficult, if not impossible, to get this way. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to walk in to the store and walk out. So. Yeah. There is one for 400 and they have two of them. Are they brand new or are they open? It says brand new. Okay. These must have all popped up because none of these were available when I looked. I've got before. two left. <clears throat> Let me say. It was listed 11 weeks ago. Oh. Who knows then? Who knows? We have random search. Like you, you and I will both look at the same thing and we'll get different listings. Yeah. So my wife and I sometimes will open up our Facebook marketplace next to each other and just see all the weird stuff we see. Like <laughs> I'll see tools and video games and computer stuff. And she sees like knitting and clothes and house <laughs> stuff. And I'm just like, wow, the marketplace algorithm. can be so different for different people. The algorithm is strong. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So. Mm hmm. I don't want right, to buy your any turn. phone. I don't want to buy any phone. Uh, <laughs> what else? What else did I? Where did my lists go? Here's my lists. So I picked up. Now I forget the story behind it because it's been so long since I got it. But I picked up a DVD recorder VCR mm -hmm. combo. I think I saw that on. You posted that on Twitter. Yes, I did post it on Twitter, and uh, I believe right after I got it, Joe messaged me and said, "Keep an eye out for one for me." So I picked up another one for me. <laughs> <laughs> I picked up one that was broken. It was supposed to be $10. The DVD side worked, but the VCR side didn't. Mm. So I, she said, you put it in, tape starts playing, and then it just stops and powers off. Turn it back on, it ejects. So she's like, I just don't want to go to a landfill. If you think you can fix it, great. Use it as just DVD player, whatever. Yeah. I go. To, I went to pick it up, and she tells me this, and then I went to give her the money, and she says, "You know, just take it. I just don't want to go to landfill." So she wouldn't take the ten dollars. Okay. So I got it for free. Fair I enough. got it home. I think the next day I got time to tinker with it, opened it up, tried figuring out problems, and couldn't figure out what was happening. Checked out tons of YouTube videos on this and similar models. It turns out I think it was um, Magnavox. I think Magnavox makes one that's the exact same as this one. And uh, I found one guy who made a video that told what looked like the, the same issue. So I did what he said, which is like literally taking out this little piece of plastic that they call a prism. And underneath it, there's an LED light that emits infrared and just clean that. Okay. 
So I did that, and the tape starts. It just starts playing. Oh, perfect. And then when you have the lid off, there's there's so that thing emits infrared light, and it's split three ways for it to tell how much tape there is left. I think on each end, and then something else for one of the gears to tell that the gear's turning. And if any one of those detects light, then it knows that something's in the way or something. It's at a certain part of the tape or whatever. So if you are working on the the equipment and light reaches those sensors. Mm-hmm. It might think the tape is at the end and just stop or start rewinding is the one thing it did if okay. I take the cover right off. So it did it it did something weird, which wasn't just rewinding, and I thought it didn't fix the problem. So I deleted my comment on the guy's YouTube video that I just posted saying, you fixed my issue, you're my hero, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I can't find anyone else with the same information. And then I put the cover on fully and and it worked. And I've been using it for days now, and it hasn't had a problem. So it's huh. definitely fixed, and that fix definitely worked. It's just the one time I think I wasn't covering it well enough because those light sensors. But yeah, they're me probably off. so so particular. Those things are so yeah. complicated. Like holy, yeah. But I'm, I'm figuring them out slowly. It's just there's a lot of things to it. Yeah, it's, be- it's becoming the new again. It's becoming the new retro thing, right? Like everyone's into it, so people got to learn how to fix them. Yeah. Yeah, I did find this this is where we were with video games when I started. Like people didn't really know how to fix Super Nintendos or Genesis. Yeah, stuff like that. Now we know how to do them. Like how many Genesis I got rid of because I didn't know how to fix them. So I just sold them for parts for five bucks, even though it was probably an easy fix. Yeah, or that PS2 laser issue and GameCube, same thing, laser issue. Uh, But the first DVD recorder that I got, DVD recorder VCR that I got, actually has a sticker on the side of it from 2020 saying it was repaired by this shop in town here. Oh, okay. And that place still exists. It's the one on the corner of, like, Ottawa and uh, Mill that has, like, I think it's Mill, and it has, like, satellite piracy-type oh, stickers yeah, all yeah, over yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Saigon That tech, place, whatever. Saigon, Saigon. To, exactly. <laughs> so it has a sticker from there saying it was fixed in 2010. So I wonder if they still do that That'd or if they're funny. capable of it. Yeah. Because that'd be pretty cool if they fixed them. That would be cool. Because there is a Betamax player in town that someone's selling for 45 bucks, but it doesn't eject or it ejects the tape right away. I forget what it is. Give it to Bill. He'll fix it. Or or he'll try. <laughs> Maybe he'll, he'll just start poking around and it'll, yeah. it'll, it'll work. Well, that's, it's worked for me so far. I fixed one just poking around and lubricating things. Yeah. My Sony, did. I fixed it. And then this one I fixed with a YouTube video that happened to be the exact issue after going through like 20 freaking videos. Yeah. But Funny. yeah, I got those things. And then there was something else I got that I sent you a teaser about. Oh, yeah, the teaser. Do you, do you remember what I said or not? I don't remember what it was I said. Something you, you, you said you bought something for $800. Oh, that's even something different. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, that'll be after. Okay. The other one was what I was thinking you might find humorous, if not frustrating. Okay. I got another 13-inch TV. TV. TV VCR combo. As soon as you said frustrating, I was just like, another TV. Another freaking TV. So, what the hell was the story of this again? I'm pretty sure it was free, and that's the only reason. Yes. It was free, and it was posted on Marketplace, I think. And I wasn't going to get it. And I thought, oh, I'll let someone else have it. I've already got two now. I don't need a third one. And it was, um, what's the heck is the brand again? Sensui. 
And Sui. Okay. And Sui's a good brand, isn't it? At least by car or sorry, stereo systems. I I don't know. That's okay. not my brand. I, I thought they were. I'm pretty sure that was the one that Joe had been looking for a, a stereo by. But anyway, so I I let it sit there for like overnight. And I'm like, eh, whatever. I don't need it. And uh, then I showed my wife in the morning. She's like, we can go get that. <laughs> down, it was down in Cambridge. And she's like, we'll make a we'll make a shopping trip out of it. The kids will love it. We'll go to Value Village. It'll be fun. So I messaged the person. They messaged me back. Nobody else looks like they're going to pick it up. So I went down and picked it up for free. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> And what are you doing with this t- said television? Well, my, my my wife's like, well, maybe we could put it in Lauren's room because we put the other one in Sean's room. So now Lauren's going to be jealous. And I'm like, yeah, but he had to wait until he was nine years old. She's only six. She's like, yeah. we could hold on to it for three years. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe she could get it sooner if she does something good or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. All right, well, we'll see. At least it's a VCR and the kids aren't just getting full access to YouTube on their TVs. That's true. You can so control you it can, more. Yeah, you can control what they're watching. There's no broadcast TV to worry about, so we don't have to worry about that. Well, let me digital. tell you about let me tell you about my story about 13 inch um, TV or T, TV VCR combo units. So you take a drink right when you're starting to talk about it. Yeah, exactly. I got to lubricate so I have some. Yeah. <clears throat> so we lived. I don't know if I, stop me if you've heard this one before. <clears throat> I'm becoming like my dad, where I've told st- the story so many times. I don't know who I've told it to. I don't you know remember you I mean? telling this story, but... Okay. So, when we lived overseas in Africa, we didn't have a TV in our house. Right? We had... There was a... The compound or the center that we lived on had a, a central... A communal TV. So, if you wanted to watch TV or watch a movie, you had to, like, you know, reserve it. You'd have to go into a logbook and say, you know, Josh at, you know, 5 p.m. reserves it from 5 to oh, 7. That sounds familiar with you talking about having watched movies back then. <clears throat> Anyway, so that's what we would do. Then eventually, the we came up with a... Or someone brought a 13-inch TV-VCR combo. And then you could basically sign it out to bring it to your house. And you could watch it in your house. So the communal TV was in a, a spot where you'd have to go to this other okay. area, this room, to watch it. You'd have to sign out the room. This was, again, this was novel. You could bring it to your house and watch it in your house. Yeah. So we had a bunch of uh, VHS tapes, like a ton of them we just didn't have any tv to watch them <laughs> way on. to play them yeah and eventually we did get our own tv vcr combo but anyways what i ended up doing is we would rent movies or we would have our movies uh we would go to the american uh rec center that was there and they had a little they had a, like a, a vhs rental space where you could go and you could rent uh movies so we would do that, and usually we'd buy like, okay, we get one for the kid, one movie for the kids, one movie for the parents. So on Friday nights, that was our our, our movie night was Friday night. Um, we'd have pizza, we'd watch the kids, all the family would sit together, and we'd watch the movie that we'd picked out for us kids to watch. Then we would get ready for bed, we'd go to bed, and then the parents would stay up, and then they would watch their movie. So this happened for you know years. This was part of our life. I don't think even to this day my parents know. What I would do is I would stay awake until my parents had finished watching their movie. Then they would go to bed. <clears throat> then I would sneak out of the room. I would memorize exactly how the TV was sitting, where the tape was that they had, where that was. That sounds familiar, I would, yeah. <clears throat> then I would take this TV into my bedroom, plug it in, 
put in head it had a headphone jack so i'd get the headphones i'd have to know exactly where the headphones were and how the cord was wrapped and i would go and i would watch whatever movie my parents had rented and i would watch the movie and i watched so many movies like this that i was not meant to see at that <clears throat> age not that nothing was like really bad but obviously it was like you know i'm 13 14 and i'm watching rated r movies it's not mm-hmm. as bad as it could have been so um but yeah the first time i watched cliffhanger was again on a 13 inch tv at like you know one in the morning so i was done at three then i'd have to you know sneak everything back out quietly so i'd have to wait for the movie to end my parents to you know shut everything down go to bed i had to wait long enough for them to go to sleep and then i could sneak out and watch the movie and this is how long i was staying up trying to do that it's it's such such setup anyways then again watch the movie get everything back out and back perfectly and not wake them up get back and then get some sleep before i had to get up on saturday and do my chores and whatever I only did it. I was only Play surviving on like three, yeah. yeah, three hours of sleep essentially. That God. three to four hours, <clears throat> and I did this for ages. So and not as terrible be- as when I used to go to my friend's house and watch his old school satellite dish TV and get blurry Playboy Channel. Oh yeah, everyone did that. Yeah. I, mean, I, I didn't do that. You didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so it's. Uh, I still. Don't, I think even to this day, I don't think my parents actually knew that I did that. You should tell them and see how they react. I don't think they would care now. I mean, yeah. I'll tell my dad. My mom might care, but I don't think my, my, my dad we would. We told my parents a couple of years ago that we used to take their geo tracker off-roading, and they they suspected it because somebody somebody dented the catalytic converter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that was me <laughs> on a four-wheeler trail. But I only did it like twice. My brother did it like every weekend. So, And my <laughs> other brother probably did it every other weekend. So, Yeah, that's fair. The things we do to get away with stuff well eventually yeah. we got we get our own like 13 inch tv and yeah. so i would do this you know multiple times a week not necessarily because even if we didn't rent a movie we had you know those blue totes you know those blue rubber yes. that i take for video games once, that I use? yeah those were in africa with us we had one of those was kids tapes the other one was all like adult tapes. adults but not adults yeah adults yeah. you know grown-up tapes yeah you know, rated okay. PG-13 and above, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's funny. And so I would, you know, those, multiple... Those bins have seen some shit. They've seen some shit, man. So <laughs> I've, uh, yeah, how many nights I would do this, I would have to, you know, sneak it in, watch the movie, get it back out. Heaven forbid I fall asleep watching the movie, right? And then, you know, you wake yep, up and it's yep. like, like, oh, it's starting to get light out. It's, start, it's starting to get light out. Like it's 5 o'clock, 5.30. Go sneak and it back. I, I got to go sneak this back out before my mom has to come out to go to the bathroom or something like that and notices that the TV is not there. I don't know if she would look for that, but anyways. I wonder if they know already. I don't know. You know, I, I feel like my dad would have brought it up, but he's brought up other things that he knew that I did. Yeah. That never, never called me on, but he never, he's never mentioned anything about this. So my, my buddy Rob used to, uh, his parents, his dad would, uh, record some no his parents his parents pirated uh satellite and and had a cable box decoder thing okay so he he had a vcr and then he got a second vcr to dub tapes so he would record pornography off the satellite and then make copies of those tapes and sell them at school 
Oh, lovely. And the one time he put his dad's VCR back, that's what it was. He put his dad's VCR back, but forgot to take the original tape out. And his dad found that. And because his dad liked to screw with him, his dad took that tape and put it in the cupboard next to his cereal he had every morning. (laughs) Didn't say a word about it. Just put it there. He knew it was there. His dad knew it was there. And it just sat there for years as a reminder that his dad knows that he did this. But Rob also made thousands of dollars a year selling pornography oh my to gosh. students in school. The heyday. He had, and he lives in um, Toronto. Uh, where the heck is it? It starts with an S. What am I talking about? Scarborough. Scarborough. Um, and he, he, there was him, and there was another guy at his school named Rob that sold drugs. And the two of them would point kids to each other like, oh, are you the one with the drugs? No, no, that's, that's this that's Rob. That's Rob. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm the one with the pornography. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah. So... Yeah, he, he made good money off that. And every time his parents would be like, where'd you get the money to buy a Nintendo? He'd be like, oh, grandma bought it for me. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd like, a new computer, a, an SNES, a Sega CD, like everything. Man, the enterprisingness of me. people. My yeah. gosh. Yeah. That, you know what? I, as much as I don't condone doing illegal things, I'm, I'm more interested in the ingenuity of people to come up, especially kids. Yeah. Who ha- don't really have any other option to make good money. Yeah. Like, they figured out a way to do it, and good for them. <laughs> Reminds me of Josh Hartnett and, uh, what's that? Oh. No idea. What's that? Oh, uh, The Faculty. In the movie, The Faculty. He's selling, he's selling, uh, porn VHS and drugs. Oh, high school, okay. High he's a students. double, a double yeah, threat. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that movie. I know I love it, that movie. It's not a good it. movie, but I love it. Okay. Okay. Oh, it's got Elijah Wood. Mm. It's got a lot of people in it. Robert I've Patrick is in it. it. Claire, not Claire Danes. Was it? I, I remember of it. John uh, Stewart's in it. Clea Duvall. Clea Duvall. Oh, yeah. That was, okay. That's, that's Robert remember. Duvall's daughter. Salma Hayek. See, it's got Salma Hayek. I might have to watch it just for Salma Hayek. Yeah. 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 She's the nurse. Yeah. Well, she's a nurse too. <laughs> it's a fun one. That might be my one celebrity weakness is Salma Hayek. Salma Hayek? All right. Yeah, Good to know. Probably. Yeah. Uh, I forgot to mention those two v- uh, VCR DVD combos that I got. Not the TV ones, but the DVD VCR ones. They're mm-hmm. both DVD recorders and they both have HDMI out. Nice. Yeah. So they're, they're worth some. So did you fix the one that I gave you? Because that had the. The one that you gave me, I've fixed as well. Yes. Okay. I actually, I'm. It, it has tracking issues now. I need to open it up and actually clean it out, like clean the head. So okay. I haven't been using it for a while, but I do have five VCRs going all day, every day now, recording Jeez. tapes. And I picked Jeez. up 90 more tapes today. <laughs> I also got some betas, so I need to find a beta player. Yeah, you want a beta player, yeah. Because I have, I have one of the betas you gave me before, yeah. and then I have like eight more now we have so. more than one i gave you like i gave you like six or seven or eight yeah that's what i mean i have the ones you gave me plus i think eight more now so i probably have like 20 total Jeez. and then yeah and then i i'm almost through my tapes actually that's another thing i have written down is that i sold 450 tapes that i've finished recording this is my second batch of sale of tapes to some to this guy. That was that guy in toronto, from toronto. Right? Yeah. yeah so he came down the first time and he got 200 or 250 from me and this time he got 450 tapes off me for 300 bucks. Nice. Yeah, so I can't complain about that. He's excited. He loves it. He doesn't have a car, so him and his wife rented a car 
to come down here and get them. And then I, I mentioned to him something about, I forget how we got talking about it, but he said when he's down here, they go thrifting in the area too. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, might as well make it worth it, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty cool. <clears throat> I, I bought some VHS, but I'm only going to show you one. I saw you pick up some VHSs and show it off on the collector's video. Uh, yes, show. I did those show those ones. Yeah, yeah. if you want to okay. see those, go to collector's show on STC Pod. I forget which one I'm on, but STC I'm probably the thumbnail somewhere on YouTube. And on YouTube, yes. Yeah. Um, I bought some VHS. I bought some more. You bought more after that. Oh, yeah. So you do more. have the bug. A little bit, but not this. Not the 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 home video stuff like you do. No, you don't want like 900 <laughs> tapes in your house. No. I'm being very selective. This is Me the only either, one. But... <laughs> I'm being very picky. Very, very picky. Um, th this one is the only one I bought that I didn't buy because it was a movie that I knew or had an interest in watching. I literally saw it and I was like, what is this? I've never heard of this or... or... Actually, I've heard of it, but not this version of it. Okay. Um, and, it's, and I did a quick search and I couldn't find it anywhere. So I bought it for two dollars. You're you gonna be, find it on eBay. I find one sealed copy on eBay for a hundred dollars. Okay. So that means nothing for an open copy. Yeah, no sold either. No sold. No, no even regular listings. Um, this is this is gonna be great audio or great video and great audio. <clears throat> Golden Eye. Okay. Starring Charles Dance. Not Pierce Brosnan. Okay. It is Charles Dance playing Ian Fleming as... Yeah, right? <laughs> okay. It's literally... Ian. He's playing Ian Fleming. 1989. As, oh, it's a TV movie. Originally. No, yeah, that's different. Maybe it's different. No, Charles Dance. He has Ian Fleming. Yeah. Okay. IMDb uh, listed as a TV movie. Maybe it is. One hour, 45 minutes. Oh, mine says, an, mine says based, 103 minutes on the back here. Fact-based biography of James Bond author Ian Fleming. The film focuses on his wartime exploits and romantic adventures, as he, which ultimately led to his creation of the Super Spy. Okay. Yeah. That cover looks way better than the IMDb cover. I can tell Is you that it? much. Okay. It's him dressed as like in a naval suit. Yeah, yeah. Like, just in front on the of back. Palm so this trees. is a cover from uh, 2000. We're becoming this is if, you, if this interests you. This is basically what the collector cast is or collector show <clears throat> collectors. Um, this is released in 2000, I believe. Uh, so the date is on the back. Anyways, because it's it's leading into the whole James Bond. It's like his name was Fleming. Ian Fleming. Anyways, there's the back. It, uh, that is available looks... on YouTube to watch. It and is. And they call it GoldenEye, a.k.a. The Secret Life of Ian Fleming. I'm also thinking of ripping this and putting it on my YouTube. Your secondary can, YouTube. My yeah. secondary YouTube. I really should create <clears throat> one of those. Just to see if it'll stick. I've had some I things, some things stick and some things get pulled, but... 
I literally have like 700 VHS tapes to go through, maybe 800 VHS tape recordings <laughs> to go through. But so. now that you've got five VCRs going, you should have these done in no time. No, no. I have Now I have them recorded. Oh, recorded. Now I have okay. to do something with the recorded files. Ah, uh, gotcha. So I have 200 videos on YouTube that need tags and like the titles yeah. and scheduled. And then I have another like 800 videos to go through and pick commercials out of. Uh, yeah it's gonna be fun for the rest of my life so your <laughs> your vhs and video problem is like me and my video game problem where you have all this stuff that you plan to do this is how i have games i plan to sell and they just yeah. sit yeah. yeah 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 same thing i had that problem <laughs> just recently i resolved that problem did you now i did resolve that problem very recently would you like to know how i resolved that problem yes please, please <laughs> should elaborate. i talk about that now Please elaborate. So I sold my entire video game inventory to Josh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, <I laughs> At half a retail price. But yes. so there's money on the bone for you there. There is. And and the reason I did that was to clear out my basement. But or the problem with that is Josh has not cleared out my basement yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's all still in my house. This is the problem with selling to me, is I'll just let it sit there until it's ready to go. Until I'm ready to take it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My wife's less thrilled than about that part of it, but it's at least sold, and therefore it will go, as opposed to me never posting it, and it yeah. never getting sold. Or one thing at a time here and there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do really need to get my butt in gear and start listing. Um, things I, I have sold... Some things. I see floor nice. space right behind you. It could just go right there. The problem is, I have to. Be, this has to be usable floor space. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, it did not look like this before tonight. The camera turned on. I, yeah. <laughs> I cleaned. I cleaned up because I'm like, this cannot look like this. This is like a bomb <laughs> went off. This always is a disaster here, but not, <clears throat> not there. So, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, that's um. Do you remember that PS2 bundle that I traded for at the show at the, yeah, at the Game Expo? I definitely do. Um, that was a good trade. It was a good trade. It was a good trade. <clears throat> I'm mostly doing this to defend myself against Bill because he did not appreciate me taking the trade. But there is easily two hundred, two hundred fifty dollars worth of stuff in that. I have no bundle. doubt. It's just some of it is slow moving, especially the hardware. Depending on the hardware. So the one guitar is very sought after. Okay. And so if I list that alone, but I'm going to actually, not say alone, but I'm going to do is I'm going to take all of my PS2 Guitar Hero games yeah. with that guitar and list it all as a bundle with all the games. That's going for, you know, almost $200. Okay. Just for that. And you still have the other guitar... I saw the other the, guitar and, the, and the PS2. Yeah. And two controllers. And the one controller, by the way, when I was testing it, I looked at it. It's never been used. It's still got the factory um, twist tie on it. Oh. How can you tell the difference? It's, it, dude, it's so neat and huh. clean, and it's just like perfectly laid down and nice. Interesting. The nubs on it are very new feeling. I don't know how to describe that, but. 
Yeah. Uh, the joysticks, yeah, feel great. The buttons look like they've never been really pushed. It was in that plastic bag. It's hard to find PS2 controllers these days that yeah. don't have an issue. Yeah. So this thing is like mint, mint, mint. So, so again, and adding that, on that stuff. And the PS2 that I have is the latest, the last yeah, edition one. That's what I find the coolest thing. So it's got uh, digital buttons, not analog ones like the other ones. Not okay. like analog. <clears throat> like touch it's, sensitive buttons? They're not. They're not quite touch sensitive, but they almost feel like they are. They're not like the regular okay. PS2 slim buttons where you you feel a click. Yeah. They're almost touch sensitive. Almost. Okay. Like it's, but it's better very, than that, in my opinion, <clears throat> is that the, the power supply is not external. It's an internal power supply. It doesn't right. have a power brick like you're used yeah. to. Yeah. That's freaking cool. I don't think I've ever seen a PS2 like that, or I've never noticed. Yeah. PS2 so, slim. Yeah. And I've tested it, and it works flawlessly, and it's clean. So yeah, it's uh, that's pretty good. They got some money there, so I just got to sell it. Yeah, I'm waiting for. So I I keep checking on Facebook, and I I have a quick look for a PS2 just to see what's out there, because I don't want to list mine, and then have but then one's up there for like twenty yeah. bucks, and I'm like yeah. oh, obviously that one's gonna go. Yep. So I'm waiting for just to there to be a little <laughs> bit of a lull, and then I'll post mine, and then we'll see what happens. So yeah. Like I yep. said, I have I have four four VCRs in front of me recording. Like they're right behind me, but they're on the monitors ahead of me yep. on top. And this one over here has got a news program from like 1987, maybe, and it just showed like fire trucks downtown Kitchener. <laughs> from then, that's pretty freaking cool. See this? I know this is a lot more work. <clears throat> this sounds like a 24 hour stream, like a YouTube stream. So just having them running. And just switching them be between, lot, but it would be it would be easy to do now. Done. The problem I have with that right now is some of these tapes definitely have nudity. Definitely, some of them have some quite explicit things on them. Not <laughs> pornography, but like just below pornography, like showcase on a yeah, yeah, yeah. Friday night at two a.m. or something oh, like okay, that. Okay, like, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. I mean, showcase. I think it's a Canadian channel. People don't know it, but it's or there's even one that's um, Cinemax, which I hear people call Skinemax because it's always showing yeah. skin. So yeah. there's some of that on one of these tapes as well. So I'd have to like at least remove the stuff that's obvious nudity. Yeah, but there is several YouTube channels that do things like that already, and and Twitch streams. So the guy that I'm selling the tapes to in Toronto has one where he just does. Um, he takes a whole tape. And he edits out all the show and only puts the commercials up. Mm -hmm. And he'll call it a commercial compilation. And that's his video. Um, and then he also does uh, Twitch streams now where him and another guy are talking over a tape as it's playing. I don't know for sure what the content was there. I didn't really watch, pay, pay close enough attention. Um, and then there's also a guy called um, Forbidden... No, forgotten VHS. And he makes compilation videos where it's just like music along with interesting scenes from movies and shows. And it's like way out there, but really hilarious. And then yeah. he'll do Twitch streams where he'll just throw in a weird tape. Like three weeks ago, my wife and I started watching it after we were done watching some catfish, a TV show. Uh, I put on this show on our, on our uh, Chromecast or his stream on our Chromecast. And it was like, literally this religious show for a movie from the 1980s where they were using puppets and stuff like it looked like mr dress up but <laughs> fully religious yeah and it was just badly produced and pretty funny 
I probably grew up watching that stuff. Probably. <laughs> so it was, it was pretty hilarious. And then they talk over it and they just talk about, you know, how bad the characters are, how bad the acting is and what's going on here. And, you know, and then they yeah. also did some Power Rangers episodes a few weeks ago as well on that. Nice. That was forgotten VHS on Twitch. Oh, there's one of my, one of my tapes finishing recording. It's rewinding. I was like, is there an airplane going off? Oh, like- can you hear it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the uh, the first VCR. So I have the VCRs stacked in a, like, four of them stacked height wise, mm-hmm. and the first one is on the first OBS. The second one's on the second, third, yeah, fourth. Yeah. Helps me keep track of which ones at what stage or which one I'm putting in which spot because I start the recording, but when I start the recording, I take notes of what the tape is. So if I ever need to go back to it or if I want to just name it, right? Yeah, I have like. I'll grab one from this box beside me of finished ones, and it's uh, a Maxwell um, high-grade bread because they make bread in blue cases, and then this one's numbered. And this being okay. numbered, I can tell that this is from the, the guy that died yeah. in Cambridge. Um, and uh, so that helps me remember what tape it is, especially because I had, I had to move the, v- VHS, the VCRs when I was uh, when I got the, the the Samsung one in there, the Samsung, which is the first DVD uh, recorder one, um, I rearranged them. But when I did that, apparently I unplugged the audio on my second VCR, so I had four recordings with no audio. Okay. So yeah. I had to go back find the tapes, right, which them, is yeah. easy because I had the names and I knew which VCR they were recorded on, which capture card, and went back and found all those, and then re-record all those ones in the next batch of recordings. So it wasn't terrible, but. These ones that are in now have been going for just over four hours. So, wow. Six or five o'clock at night, something like that. I got home from work at six. So, no, it must have been six. Yeah, four hours. It's 10 40. Yeah, and 43. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, <laughs> it's fun. It's now something I've learned how to do as efficient as possible, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> You've assembly lined it. I literally have assembly lined it. And I realized, or I found a, a bug in OBS. I don't know if I mentioned that on here before. I've told people at work. But like every sixth recording or so, OBS will start recording and then immediately stop on its own. Hmm. It still creates the file. And the timer app of or part of OBS still shows it recording. But the file is stopped and it's only like 700 kilobytes. So I need to like notice that happened because one button's recording and one's not. And then just stop the tape, start record, rewind back, and close OBS, reopen it, and yeah. So I got I got to report that issue to OBS because it's an open source product project. But I already tried their forums and no one was helpful. It was just like I don't know. So (laughs) I I narrowed it down to being very easy to reproduce. If you just start and stop recording like six times, it'll happen between six and eight or something like that, or four and eight. Random. Yeah, it's pretty random, but it, it's at least reproducible enough. And no matter what your recording settings are, I have it happen on three different computers, so I know it's not the computer. Yeah. No. I stopped recording on my main gaming computer because there's some weird issue with OBS or, or maybe the graphics card or maybe even the capture card with it, but the capture card works on the other computer, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure this is real thrilling information. But... <laughs> it's just a lot of information. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, ha- I have two USB capture cards and then the two Elgato uh, HD60 Pros yep. in that computer. And those are what's going on that computer with gotcha. four captures. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Cool. 
Have you have you been playing any games on that gaming computer that you're not recording VHS again? Uh, not a lot. I played uh, a little bit of uh, Just Cause 4 again. That's pretty much what I go back to. I want to try and finish that game at some point. It says I have 37 hours in the game. I don't that know doesn't seem like enough. I, uh, there's a lot of side quests in that game. <laughs> I started playing the game with cheat codes, but it just wasn't worth it. The game is already... It's already pretty, cheat code the game. Yeah, it's already pretty easy. Like, your health regenerates automatically if you get away from the fight and stop getting shot at. If you do die in a fight, all it does is just send you away from the fight, but close enough you can get back to it. Yeah. And you're like, you know, essentially your wanted level goes back down or whatever. The bad guys don't know you're there again until you attack. Um, I also played some Halo Infinite again with some friends because they were bugging and be like, who's going to play some games? So we haven't played some Halo Infinite and we did awesome for like <laughs> eight matches in a row. And then the guys were like, ah, I'm done. So we all ended playing that. We're time. too good at this. We had one bad match and then we had another good match to finish it off. They're like, I'm leaving on a high note. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it was it was fun. We kicked some butt. I don't know what happened, but oh, yeah. it was good. You got on a roll, you got on a roll. There was some new maps released for the game, too, so that, you know, changes it up, makes it more interesting enough for you. Yeah. Cool. And the Fiesta mode is the fun one that we've been playing on that, where it's you, ran, you get random guns at the beginning of the game. So you get two guns and a special ability, and those are randomized each time. Nice. So makes it interesting. Every time you die, it changes Change your loadout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Sometimes you get angry that it's like, oh, it's two pistols. <laughs> <laughs> but pistols can be good too sometimes. So pistols can be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I played a game. I know, hard to believe. Right. Um, I played a game called Alienation. Ever heard okay. of it? I I think I have. It's by the same people who did uh, Super Stardust and Resogun. And I think they just did... What's that new one on PS5? I couldn't tell you, but same developer? Same developer. Housemark? Housemark, that's the one. And then their latest game I'm trying to find, and it doesn't look like I have any idea. It won it game of the year for, like... From 2021? Returnal? Returnal, that's the one. Yep. Yeah, I'm finding all the answers here on the, <laughs> Thank on the you. Googles. Thanks, you got the Googles, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so this was a, this is a game that kind of, like, flew under the radar. Like, you always hear about the other games that they make, but this one, no one really talks about. So... This is one I imported back in the day. This is, it's like a Chinese... The only way to get it physical physical was a Chinese-English import. Okay. So, uh, back in my I'm going to buy everything that I can days, this is one of the ones I imported. Uh, I could have bought it digitally, but I'm like, you know what? You know what? I already bought it physically. I'm just going to open it and play it. Or would you import through? I think Play I... PlayAsia was one of those I sites think it was and... PlayAsia, or it yeah, could have been... It could have shown up through Amazon, too. But I think actually, okay. if it's Asia English, it was probably it was probably um, Play Asia. Okay, because that's not really something that comes through Amazon. Um, yeah, sometimes you'll get the odd person who does their own, like, oh, I have an extra copy, or I have a bunch of copies, I'll sell it on Amazon. But yeah, it's not very often. It, it was either Play Asia or maybe it was eBay. If I found one on eBay, maybe. Yeah, that's yeah, what that's, I was picturing. You were gonna more, say it was yeah. one of those. Anyways. 
Um, so this looks fun, this alienation. It's very Helldivers. <clears throat> oh, okay. Which it looks I'm, more arcadey. It is, maybe that's it, just the scenes that they're showing in this trailer. It is. It's, <clears throat> it's the same kind of thing of like, you know, twin stick shooter. You walk with one, you point with the other, you shoot. Mm-hmm. There's no friendly fire like Helldivers, thankfully. So you're not mm-hmm. killing each other constantly. Which is part of the fun of Helldivers, but also can be the ma- the biggest yeah. frustration with it. Yeah. Um, this is a lot more hectic than Helldivers. There's a lot more enemies coming at you, and it's a good thing you can't kill your friends because you'd just be dying all the time. Um, it's not a hard game. Like if you if you all wipe, um, you don't get set back that far. You can you basically find respawn spawns around. You just have to activate them. And then when you die, you just go back there. There's no lives. There's not really a game over, which is nice. Um, yeah, it's 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 very good. Um, if you shoot, sorry, the, instead of killing your friends, if you shoot at them, your bullets just stop. They don't go through your friends. Oh, okay. So you have to again watch where you're shooting. So if you're just shooting your friend, you're not helping anybody, right? You're mm-hmm. just wasting your bullets. So, um. And it's a full like tiered upgrade system. So you find weapons, you have to resource manage to um, get more weapons. If you don't weapons that you don't like, you can tear them down into basic resources and then use those resources to upgrade other okay. things. Four so, player co-op. I don't think you said yet. Four player co-op. There's only three classes, so we're only playing three players right now. But you okay. could do four technically, but you just have to double up on a class. <clears throat> um, but yeah, it's it's good. We got about halfway through the game in one night, so I'm hoping. I heard we, but I didn't get an invite, so I don't know. That's who true. Is, that's true. So we didn't we didn't make the cut at this time. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> Truth hurts. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's good. <laughs> it's <a> slow tier. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I'm hoping to finish it up, but we'll see how it goes. It looks fun. I'd love to play it someday. Yeah, I'm, I'm, It'll go on sale on Steam, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> actually, it's actually published by PC or by Sony, though, right? Is, is it? it? I was gonna say, is it even? I was gonna say, is it even on Steam? Publisher it may not is Sony. Be. It may not be. No, it may be. A, I don't see it on Steam. It may be a PS4 maybe. exclusive. It it is apparently. Yep, only PS4. Hey, look at that. That's why people don't talk about it. Yeah, because Sony's keeping it hostage. <laughs> Well, House Return- moved on to Returnal's the on it on Returnal. So. Return- yeah, well, Returnal took the world by storm, and no one cares about anything else they've made. I don't know anything about it. They'll never <laughs> make another Super Stardust, which was amazing. I don't, I don't know anything about Returnal except the name. I've heard it a million times. Yeah. So. That's about the only game I've played. Sounds about right. Yeah. I gotta play more. Too. So that every every month I say that, but. Doesn't actually change. So I bought the other thing. Ooh, yes, the other thing. Okay. Other so thing. I bought and have not yet used <laughs> an purchase. underwater drone. An underwater drone. Interesting. Yes. I've been looking at these <laughs> for many, many, many years. I've been thinking of building one for many, 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 many years. Um, but 
they seem to be, you know, like most technology coming down in price as it gets out there and yep. there's more and more of them and stuff. So the one I bought is called Chasing Dory. Chasing okay. is the brand. Dory is the model. It's their mm. smallest model. Um, it's like, I don't know how to describe it, but like the size is like the size of my head ish. Okay. Yeah. But like smaller, but maybe longer. <laughs> and uh, it's tethered. So it has a cord that comes out from the back of it. And that cord goes up to the surface where there's a floating Wi Fi dong. Wi Fi. I was going to say, they got to do something to get through the water because water does not yeah, transmit exactly. signal very well. Yeah. Wi Fi or signal, <laughs> wireless signals don't go through water. So it has this 40 foot cable that floats. Like it's neutral buoyancy. So it, okay. anyway, and on the top, it has this buoy type floaty thing that your phone connects to over Wi-Fi. And then there's an optional Bluetooth controller with sticks on it that you can use to hold the phone. Um, so I bought the extra controller as well. Uh, and the, I was watching the price for it. It's been coming down like over the last two years or so. I think I started watching the price for this model. I really wanted to get one with a claw on it so you can grab things in the water. Yeah. But it just the price difference is not worth it. It goes from like this one was five hundred and fifty dollars plus tax and plus their controller, and the next tier up, the next model they sell, which is still the cheapest one with a claw, is like sixteen hundred dollars, eighteen hundred dollars oh, well, yeah, with the claw. So it's, yeah. so it's a big price jump. Um, you could so probably build one on that thing to do it. I could, I could. Well, it'd be hard to do the remote <laughs> control part. You'd have to run your own wire alongside the wire, probably. Yeah. But somebody has created one that goes on this model, but they didn't share any plans or anything like that. As you far could as 3D I could 3D print one now. I could, but again, how are you going to control it? You got to make sure it's waterproof, all that yeah. crap. And then you also need to make sure it's neutrally buoyant so it doesn't affect the flotation of the air, of the vehicle. Yeah. I'm used to saying aircraft from work. Um, <laughs> so I, I'll just do without a claw. I don't care, whatever. Um, the one thing I want to do with it very badly is a coworker of mine several years ago before I started on the team crashed a drone in a body of water near our office. Uh, okay. It has a nickname, which I, I don't know if I should say, cause it's partly related to the name of the product mm -hmm. we sell. And I don't want to out myself and my company, but either way it's uh, it's a, an aircraft that's in the water and has been there for five years, I think. And it's probably murky water, and you probably yeah. won't be able to see anything. The day it, the day after it happened, a guy from the sales team like jumped in the water and started trying to find it, and didn't find <laughs> it. So it's probably not even gonna be findable. But I just think it'd be hilarious if I could find it and then somehow get it out of the water and bring it up and like, I'd love to put it in epoxy as a trophy. But I was gonna say, just get it one of these helmet display cases and put it in that. Yeah, <laughs> well, it'll be really disgusting smelling. I bet. <laughs> But I, I would definitely clean it. I don't know if the battery is a fire risk or not, but you could probably gut the battery and still. At this point, it it's there. not a risk. I would imagine. I, I, I don't know. It's been in water, yeah, five years. I wouldn't. I would hope not. <laughs> yeah. But either way, it'd be hilarious to get that out of the water just to rub it in my friend's face, in my coworker's face, <laughs> slash, put it as a trophy. Here you go. So I, that's one of the reasons I got it. I've also just always wanted one of these things. I was going to build my own underwater drone or ROV as they're called. Um, but it's just the work to do it is not something I have time for. Like I yeah. even I even grabbed some extra Raspberry Pis. I don't know if I mentioned that last week or not or last episode or not. But I grabbed five Raspberry Pi 2s recently. 
that okay. I got from a guy in Guelph. And I was like, oh, I could use the pies, one in the floaty device, one in the, in the actual aircraft or the, the underwater drone, and then one on the on the land for controlling. And I thought about it. I was going to do it. I, I just decided to buy this one because the price was low enough. Yeah. And I stumbled across some extra money recently. Yeah, you just happened to come across some money. Yeah. <laughs> My video game budget was already doing good. And then this extra money that I stumbled across helped as well it just helped motivate you that much more it did yeah, help course. motivate me that that yeah that yeah. little extra let's see it's all it all work it all comes together yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so where where else are you planning on using it like how how usable is the camera in murky water it, so it's a 1080p camera like just imagine you put a 1080p camera it has two lights on the side as well so that'll okay. help under the water um but the ideal place to use it would be very still water or maybe moving water, like if we go on a canoe trip, kayak trip, yeah, dinghy trip, yeah, yeah. that would be pretty cool too. Yeah. It says it has an hour battery life, okay, which would be pretty awesome to do. Yeah. I also have an RC boat that I'd love to take on that trip if we did do that trip. Well, we could make it happen. Um, and just so you, if if just so you know, I I happen to have found a second trolling motor. So if you did want to get a boat of yourself, oh, that's interesting. <clears throat> You'd have to. It's you an older one. I found a trolling I found a. It's an older one, but it works. How big is this thing? Maybe you need to send me specs of this thing so I can figure out what size boat to buy. Any. It's meant for a fishing boat. So if you get an inflatable boat, it'll. Put it. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure how small, you know? Cause, yeah, yeah. Because I've seen some dinghies and I'm like, I should just buy that. I saw one the other day and I was like, I should send that to Derek. He'll buy that. <laughs> what do you do with your inflatable? You deflate it when you're not using it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I have a bad history with inflatable air mattresses. Air mattresses are shit. They're all, every single one of them right? is shit. Yes. They all They're leak. All garbage. Yeah. They you all buy garbage. it and two days later, or even the first time you use it, it's leaking. Yeah. And, and they put a little thing in the package that says, it's not leaking, it's just stretching. And I watched a couple of YouTube videos about it. Yeah, they, they are going to stretch. That's fine. But not when it goes so flat, you're, you're touching the ground. You're touching the ground, on the yeah. first use. Or you reinflate it and you're still like sagging in an hour. I've I've noticed wow. a lot of my air mattresses. Some of them have sprung leaks, um, but a lot of it has to do with storage. Like if you're if you're storing it in the garage, they're gonna they're gonna leak for sure. Why you have to you have to it's the cold, the cold really? in winter and then the changing temperatures. <clears throat> Anything inflatable except except for my boat, thankfully. Anything inflatable I left out in the garage has sprung leaks. Weird. So I've brought all of my air mattresses inside. They're in the basement under the stairs where that they're. Sucks. Okay. So. Hmm. Hmm. So when I go camping, I don't I don't sleep on the ground anymore. I have that that cot that queen size cot with an inflatable mattress. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see this year if it if it's lasted the year. Last year was our first time using it, but it lasted the whole trip, which, which is, is unprecedented. Nice. Yeah. So. Yeah, I have a I have a hate relationship with air mattresses these days. I used to love them. Now I hate them. I now I hate them as well. I, I'm looking <sighs> at cots now for my kids, and so I don't have to bring air mattresses anymore. Yeah. So, anyways, yes, boats. The inflatable boats are fine, if you get a obviously a decent one. Yeah, I need okay. to I need to do that. I want to do that. We could just use yours, but having more than one would mean mine's good. More mine's a good things. test. I, I have yeah. I have I have two technically, so. And nope. two kayaks. Oh, yeah, that's true. So there's lots of... We should just room. do that. 
You yeah. should just do that. I have <clears throat> lots of pelican cases that we can store things in on the boat. Oh, perfect. I should probably just give you some pelican cases if you don't already I, have. Several. I don't have. You can put some video games <clears throat> in pelican cases. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. <laughs> And then well, it depends. How... Do you want foam in the pelican case, or do you want no foam in the pelican case? Well, fit what you can with foam, probably. I don't know. Thin foam. I don't know. The, the foam that comes in it has our aircraft cut out in it. That's true. So what I've been doing is take that out, and then I have a wire foam cutter. Okay. That I cut so there's just like a thin layer around all the edges. Yeah. And then I reassemble because you can't easily remove. You can't easily cut it without cutting those sides right off. Yeah. So I, it comes into like a piece for each cor- for each side, and then the flat bottom, basically. Okay. Is what I end up doing. I've done that with like four we'll cases see. now. In fact, my underwater drones in one of these pelican cases. Perfect. See, that's that's the perfect place for it. Yeah, it is. It's a perfect it application. Really yep. So. I have some camping stuff in two of them. Yeah. 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 So, I should tell you my my new idea. Maybe I'll tell you off here so we don't take up too much time right now, but <laughs> I have a new a new a new project I'm I wanna work on. <clears throat> now I just I need time. Have, I always have bad ideas for projects I want to work exactly. on. Exactly. This one won't go away though. So Okay. <clears throat> Normally you can leave it for a couple days. This is how I know it's a good idea. If I think of it and then within two or three days I'm just like, Yeah, it won't work. You know, like you kind of you you've, <coughs> you've you know, let it simmer long enough where you can you can see the holes in it, and you try to think of ways to get around, and you can't. Anyways, I've, I never just, I never get to that point. I'm always just like, this will take so much time. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. We have different thought processes. Yeah. Was mine mine is literally okay. Here's my idea, and then if it stays with me for like two three days, and at the I, basically I'm trying to convince myself that it's not a good idea. Then you should not talk to me. <laughs> and at the end of those three days two or three days i'm still like no this is a good idea i'm like all right I, then i know it's good i'll just problem solve away. how to make it work that's my problem is i'm always trying to problem solve how it can work i don't really consider how much time it's going to take until yes. i start it yes where that's part of that's part of my uh discouraging i'm like that's first thing how much time is this going to take that's usually the first thing i'm like is this going to take more than like a weekend then yeah so but you know this is this is all fitting in nicely i have the materials i have the thing i just have i have most of what i need to get it done i'd have to spend some money but it's not too much so you can start recording vhs tapes and putting them on youtube <clears throat> uh no but i'll sell them your vhs <laughs> tapes for you and take the money <laughs> i do have some vhs project. tapes i need to get rid of <laughs> some retail vhs tapes i need to get rid of oh retail ones. i don't know yeah. those yeah 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 but those are the uh, but does it the swap? I could buck a I buck could. a piece. Yeah, I could. They're not doing me any good sitting in a cardboard box, and I don't want no. them because they don't have commercials. Yeah, buck a Although, piece. I bet you they have some good trailers at the beginning. Possibly. Yeah. Wow, trailers! Remember, we used to have trailers and before movies. This is ridiculous. That's <laughs> something you never thought that would go away, and something I never even thought about until recently. But like, there aren't trailers in movies now? When you yeah. click on a movie now, oh, when you watch, watch a movie, online, yeah. When you watch, when, even when you put a DVD or a Blu-ray in, 
They don't have them on Blu-ray and DVDs anymore? I don't fucking it goes. Mine goes right to the menu, and I just click play movie and go. Oh, I see. I'm used to the kids' DVDs we have that are kind of old now. Yeah. And you pop them in. They have trailers after trailers after trailers after trailers. Yeah. But that's something. Again, those are probably just tie-overs from the VHS copies, maybe. maybe well, I don't know. Depends on how old the DVDs are, I guess. But Yeah, these are old. Man, hmm. crazy. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did make progress on my um, digitizing my physical library. Yeah. I bought... Let me let me just pull it right here. I bought the R4. Oh, an R4. For, for my Nintendo DS. DS. Uh, and it works great. As I said, I have, I have one of those spare in my to sell bin. Did I include that in the stuff for you? I don't think I did. I think I kept it. That's fine. I need to go through those bins and pull out the stuff that I was not selling you. Like, I kept all the original Xbox controllers because I'm like, I can use those for modifying Xbox. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, yeah, I got to pull out stuff like that that and stuff that you don't want. But some of the stuff you don't, you didn't want to pay for, I'm just going to leave in there for you anyway. <laughs> Lovely. You'll you'll <laughs> use it or bundle it with something at some point. Put it and put it in my in my dollar bin. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, the R4 works nice. Um. I managed to find firmware on a YouTube video explaining how to do it because that's oh, yeah? the only way you could do it. Um, yeah, put ROMs on and it works fine. No need to hack anything and it just plays. Yeah, I love um, the DS light for that. This works in my 3DS. I can put it okay. in my 3DS and play it. Um, I tested on, yeah, first I tested on the DSi XL and the DS and I was like, oh, I'll try it on my 3DS and see if it works and it does. So That's surprising. Is your 3DS updated or not really? Yeah, it's the new Nintendo 3DS. Huh. The Super Nintendo one. Yeah, okay. So. I really need to try something like that on my 3DS because I've tried R4 cards on 3DS and they never seem to work, but I don't oh. know. You can send me this YouTube video, I mean, maybe. Well, now you can you can just mod your 3DS normally and just put well, I, put games yeah. right, on the, right on the SD card. I did that with one of them and it didn't work because my son installed it. Up oh, yeah, we talked it, about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably a couple <clears> times. True. The R4 is nice just to have it there and you can move it between systems. And mm-hmm. I even tried multiplayer. I tried Mario Kart between the R4 and a, and a real Mario Kart cart. Yes. And it works. Yes. Which I've tried nice. it between two R4s and I think the game has the same ID because the ROM's the same. And that oh, maybe. did not work. Okay. I forget what it did. I think they just didn't see each other or something. Huh. Yeah. Anyways, so it's interesting. Yeah. It's been, it's been working great. We're still working on hacking other things, but we're getting there slowly. Yeah, I need to do, like I said, NES Classic, SNES Classic, PlayStation Classic, all those things. Yeah. Let's bring them over here. We'll just get them done in like maybe, five minutes. Maybe Wii U at some point, considering yeah, we use no Wii U is a bit. <clears throat> Wii U is going to be one that I got to spend some time to figure out how to do it. And I'm, apparently it's easy. I've heard I that. I think Kevin, um, Canadian yeah. Grooves, said it was easy to do. The problem is, it's easy to do for some things, but I wanted to do, be able to do other things as well. And He's I wanted to look nice. Mars for me. I know. Uh, I, had to, I had to physically stop myself from saying Barry. <laughs> um, I want also to look nice, because a lot of the mods I'm seeing, they're just like, here, we're going to play these games, and it's just like a file list of games. I'm like, well, that doesn't look really mm. that nice. It'd be nice to see, like, you know, um, front covers, 
yeah. art, artwork and stuff. That'd be kind of cool. So I got to figure out how to do all that stuff. That would be nice. So might not be worth the work, but it would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I keep getting distracted by these tapes that are playing because they're just weird. Just weird. <laughs> Speaking know. of watching, what have you been watching? I watched 1989's Do the Right Thing. Okay. Spike Lee joint. Spike Lee joint. <laughs> uh, that was an interesting movie. I I feel like having never grown up in the hood, I am missing a lot about the movie. Right? Like, Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Things that I don't even get why this is a thing or, but overall, I'm like, is this movie trying to tell you to do the right thing, or is it like? based on the main character you've seen it right you know it i haven't seen it no oh you haven't seen it okay based on the main character i'm kind of like he doesn't really do the right thing so i don't know what the point of the movie is it's it's just it's an interesting movie you should watch it and we'll talk about it sometime but okay yeah it's, it's also like i don't know everyone talks about it all the time right like you know it it's just a cult classic or a classic or a it's one that i've heard know. people talk about but i haven't seen it i haven't got to yeah that point that's yet, yeah. kind of the reason i felt like i should watch it besides the cast is like a ton of people you will recognize like there's samuel L. jackson is like the radio guy and there's danny alio i don't know if they, I how to say his name some italian guy you know you'll recognize him i'll recognize him <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and Spike Lee's actually in it. I didn't realize that he was one of the guys. He does sense. like showing up in his movies. Too, something. I didn't realize that. There's just tons of guys that you will recognize. Uh, Bill Nunn, I recognized him. Uh, I don't know. I don't know those people's by name, but I recognize them from a ton of things. And they're like so young in this. Like uh, Rosie Perez from uh, okay. White Men Can't Jump. She was in this and, and very topless. And... Uh, <laughs> I, I wonder if that's why people liked her in White Man Can't Jump. Someone was recently talking about White Man Can't Jump and like, oh, why do people like this movie? I can't remember what podcast that was on. And I remember liking that movie when I was a kid, but I wasn't can't remember. That, wasn't that Polykill? Maybe it was. Yes. Maybe it was. That it would make was. sense. And I'm assuming that it was like she was popular from this movie because I'm thinking it came out first. I'm not positive. Um, but I should check, actually, because... She looks younger in this than I remember her being in White Man Can't Jump. Hmm. Uh, White Man Can't Jump, 1982. Yeah, 92. So five years later. That makes sense. But I also probably was too young to have watched White Man Can't Jump when I saw it. So that might be another reason why I liked it. Yeah. Because like, it was like, oh, I shouldn't really be watching this. There's so much swearing, right? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I'm pretty the sure novelty. my cousins had recorded it off satellite and we watched it from that. Because oh, they okay. had this huge collection of movies recorded off satellite. I really wish it, I had had their VHS collection before they got rid of it. Because <laughs> yeah, that's the one whose house I ran I ran on the treadmill and watched Leprechaun movies yeah. on Friday the 13th and stuff yeah, one yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I also watched a show that I didn't realize existed. I don't remember where I heard about it or saw it. I think it was actually, yes, it was one of my VHS tapes. There was a commercial for this show. I was like, this looks funny. Angie Tribeca. I've it heard has the name. Rashida Jones. Yes, 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 yes. From um, The Office. The Office in it. And was she on Parks and Rec? She was yeah. on Parks and Rec. Parks and, yeah. Rec. and uh, Jerry Burns and Hayes MacArthur. 
which you'd recognize him to see him, but he's his name's pretty generic sounding. He's from Things, and I cannot remember what he's in. Uh, my wife said the same thing. He was in Super mm. Troopers too. She's out of my league. I don't know. He's a guy you'll recognize. H a y e s MacArthur. <laughs> yes, you know actors. <laughs> anyway, sure. that That's the movie, or the show. It's a TV show. Angie Tribeca is so random. So she's a cop. He's her partner. She doesn't want to have a partner. Her last partner was her her fiance, and he died. But the show is like a really random comedy where you just can't predict what's going to happen, but it's fun. Like okay. it doesn't take itself seriously at all in any way, shape, or form. Okay. And it makes fun of cop show tropes and just stupid humor, but funny. Okay. And not a little bit perverted once in a while, but not like funny because it's perverted. You know what I mean? Like not. Oh, that's fine. That's not yeah, what they, yeah. they. It's not a crutch they depend on. But yeah. they pull that string once in a while. But just the randomness. It's on my Plex. You should go check out at least one episode. Okay. Angie Tribeca. I really is enjoy it, it. Is it funnier than Brooklyn Nine Nine? I didn't really enjoy Brooklyn Nine Nine. Okay, I didn't either. So I was just like, when I hear comedy cop no. show, I'm just like, eh, no, Brooklyn Nine like, Nine. Like it's almost slapstick. It's so funny. Like so okay. random funny. Okay. Like Mr. Bean kind of funny in times. Just All right. That weird. sounds probably more my weird, weird stuff. My wife started watching with me when I was down here. I forgot what I was doing. Either 3D printing or tape sorting tapes or something like that. And she was down here and she's just like actually started laughing at it. And she does not <laughs> appreciate humor that I like very often. Yeah. But like it felt like Weird Al making a TV show almost. Like that okay. kind of random funny. I, I can't believe it wasn't more popular or I just didn't know about it. But it has several seasons. I forget how many now. So of course I'm going to Google that and get the answer. <laughs> it's two seasons? Is that what it all it is? Come on, don't fail me now. Oh, it says four seasons here. But it only goes from twenty sixteen to twenty eighteen. How can that be four they seasons? Done two, they could have done two seasons uh a year <clears throat> maybe maybe of course when you click on the year on imdb it does not show you the right information but when i go to browse episodes and seasons it says four hmm. yeah four seasons there's a lost season yeah i'm trying to see 10 episodes a season so okay so not not a long season then yeah i think the shows are only half hour too okay perfect I also started watching Monk from the beginning. Okay. I've always I've always liked that show, but never watched enough of it because my family members didn't enjoy it when it was on TV. And uh, Q Dogs have talked about they were watching. They've Monk. been talking about it. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I really need to get back to that show, and I've been enjoying it. Um, it's on my Plex as well, but of course, all the episode names are like shifted by one. Yeah, because the, the names the, the, the because of the pilot is zero zero probably or whatever. Probably or like the broadcast is different from the DVD, which they do a lot too. So yeah, I gotta fix that at some point if you go watch that. But it's I've been enjoying Monk, and I really don't know which one to go back to, Monk or this. But <laughs> the Angel Trade record definitely makes me laugh more. Monk is more like fun and thought provoking. So yeah, I was gonna say I remember that one being a bit more intellectual. Yeah. Uh, you got anything you watched? <clears throat> well, the day that I was sick on that Friday when I you stayed home. all the things. I watched all of one thing, that's for sure. <laughs> Before you fell asleep? Uh, well, so I started the new season to Drive to Survive. 
which I know you have no interest in, but... I, I'd check it out if I had time, but I have not yet done that. Anyways, the new season, which covers uh, the F1 race from last season, the last race season, um, so it covers that. I'd watch that on, I think, Wednesday night, and then Thursday night I watched one more, and then Friday I wasn't going to work, so I just stayed in the, down here. And I just watched the rest of the season. So there's 10 hour, it's 10 episodes and they're about, I would say 40 minutes to an hour for each episode. So, uh, it's good. It's, it's a very, I'll say it again every time. It's a very interesting look at a sport that I don't watch <laughs> at all. Um, I know the characters in, I know who the race drivers are. I know who the team managers are. Uh, the owners, and there's a lot of politics in between. It's a reality show in a way because they're going at each other about who's going to win and how they're winning and are they cheating? Are they following the rules? How are they? How are they following the rules? But they're still better than us, you know, mm -hmm. things like that. Um, contract negotiations between teams and drivers, and you know, teams stealing drivers from other teams. So it's it's all very interesting, and then the racing is good. If you like good cinematography, like if you've ever, if you've watched Top Gear or Grand Tour and ever thought, mm -hmm. just the way that they shot that looks really good. Yeah. Same deal in this show. Like it just looks really good the way they shoot them, and some of the 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 crashes they have are spectacular, especially when they do them like slow mo, and you get to see exactly how the car's twisting and. Hmm. <coughs> Uh, it's good. Uh, the one thing I didn't know until so I listened to one <coughs> car podcast, um, and they talk about this show and how this was this was one of F one's ways to become relevant again mm -hmm. because F one was is a very closed sport or it has been for generations, decades. They didn't want a lot of media attention. They had they they would control the drivers and what they could say to, to the media and things like that. And they just didn't want outside control of to what's going on. They didn't want outside observers or critics, essentially. Um, but then, obviously, after years of doing that, their fan base continues to drop yeah. year after year after year because those people are dying out. And so this was, they were, they were trying to do ways of, or trying to find ways to promote interest in the sport. And they tried things with like, Obviously, sponsors, um, allowing different kinds of sponsors, and then making big spectacles about, you know, the the with the drivers, you know, spewing champagne on everybody, like making it a big party at the end. They make it a big media frenzy, that kind of thing. So it's it's just part of it. But again, no one really knew how F1 worked, and so this someone came to them from I guess Netflix had the idea, or maybe F1 had the idea. Okay. And they finally got in, and that's when this show started. And it's only been on for five seasons, <clears throat> and it is really good. <clears throat> you could jump in at any point. I would recommend going back and starting at season one, just so you get an idea of where all the players are, because they continually shift through every season. You kind of got to know why they are here and how they're feeling about why they wouldn't go back to that team if they mm. were offered to go there. The show does a pretty good job of like doing flashbacks, okay. but not not always enough, in my opinion. So, okay, still a really good show. 
when you mentioned the show, mm-hmm. it reminded me that I started watching Clarkson's Farm. Oh, okay, good. But only watched one ep- one and a half episodes of season one. Of season one, okay. I was watching it. I think season episode two. I was watching while I was working, and then my wife and kids came home from school. Okay. And I'm like, okay, they're doing the sheep one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> with the, the health issues the sheep were having, and I had to turn it off because, yeah. yeah. Oh, it is not yeah. kid friendly. No, no, no. <clears throat> no, not kid friendly at all. Especially that part. Let's see how real farms work. <laughs> yeah, I grew up on a farm. <laughs> yeah, I held the tail off to the side while a, ca- a cow gave birth. There you go. When I was in grade two, three, two or three, like two, three. You figured it out. Yeah. So, yeah. but you're enjoying it. Good. Yeah, I am. I it's, I like it. I kind of want my dad to watch it because he was a farmer for many, many, many years. Yeah. It'll be hilarious to see his reaction, and especially even just his reaction to Clarkson in general would be funny. So but this is the this thing I've noticed. So. This is the thing I've noticed. Like I've tried getting my dad to watch like Top Gear or whatever, mm-hmm. and he does not like. He, he my dad does not get British humor. Like he just doesn't find it funny. Mm. <clears throat> so he didn't get Clarkson's humor in Top Gear, and he, my dad was also a farmer. So I don't. It'd be him. I'd be me showing him. Here's Clarkson doing farming, and my dad would just be like, "This guy's an idiot." Yeah, that's what my dad would do too. Why is he doing? He's just being an idiot now. Like he's not even thinking about this. He's just doing this because he's doing it for the show. He's not doing it for. I'm like, Dad, just stop. It's funny. Just laugh. It's fine. He, I think my dad would take it too seriously. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So. That's why I don't know how much of this is Clarkson actually premeditating and planning for it to fail. Yeah. Versus it not. Or maybe the show planning. For I think it to some. Fail. I think he plays up some of it, but I think a lot of it, it. A lot of it seems genuine. I think he just plays up certain aspects of it. Like the tractor. Yeah. Like he knew, right? He's got to know. He knew. Yeah. He has to have. Yeah, I can see him doing that, but at the same time, he would put some research in, just like he would with a car. Yeah. Anyway, you would think, but people who haven't seen it, Clarkson's Farm with Jeremy Clarkson. So yeah, go watch. It's it. on Amazon. And Plex. It's good. <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to go on to a movie that I watched. I, I have two more, just so you know. <clears throat> okay. I've got, they're, I got they're one. Cagey. Okay, so let's save it for my two. <laughs> I got one that's not KG. Um, I watched a movie from 1986. Not cage related. This is a movie that I have heard in the last three weeks okay more than four separate youtubers talk about this movie what and i'd never seen it and i was like what is this movie but you had heard of it maybe a long time ago but just didn't just kind of dismissed it all right what's this called it's called rad it is a bmx competition movie from the 80s and it is fantastic Okay, I think I've heard of this. I heard, I think it was Retro Rick talk about it. Um, the Pixel... Pixel guys? I don't remember. There's a lot of... That's very descriptive. <laughs> That's very descriptive. Um, Especially because it's probably wrong. But I know. It's um, Aaron and Ricky. Or, I figured you were going to say yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. He's not Retro Aaron Pixel, anymore. He's Riff now. Called. Yeah. Um, Pixel Game Squad. That's the one. 
Um, and then who else was talking about it? Um, <coughs> I can't remember now. Anyways, within the span of like two to three weeks, this movie got brought up. Like they found it on VHS or someone had it in the store. It's like a $50 VHS tape if you can find it. Oh, okay. So I was like, I was like, what is this movie? I got I to gotta see it. Anyways, downloaded it and watched it. It is... It's great. For all the same reasons, I'm going to keep bringing it up, the same reasons I, I like Valley Girl, for the authentic, authenticity of the 80s, is the same reasons I like this. Okay. It's the 80s vibe, it's the clothes, it's the overacting, it's the, we have problems in life and we're going to solve them by riding our bikes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's so cheesy, it's great. Anyways... Go and watch Rad. Um, they have shirts at the end where they've got to support their racing or their right the rider. They call themselves the Rad Racing Team, and they make shirts called Rad Racing. I immediately went onto line online to try to find like a Rad Racing shirt. Yeah, they're all very expensive, so I'm waiting to find them on a cheap. But well, how cheap? Like cheap. T Public. Even T Public, they weren't as cheap as I would like them to be. So. Well, well T Public has sales often, right? They'd have to, yeah, yeah. It wasn't on sale. The one that okay. was on there was not on sale. Yeah. The cheapest one I I saw was on Etsy. The the thing is, they're also they're all varying in quality as well of the graphic. Yeah. <clears throat> so the the best one I saw was on Etsy. Okay. Um, the Etsy one was on sale at the time. I just didn't pull the trigger. Yeah. I was like, I could spend, I again, I'm going to spend like thirty to forty dollars. On a T-shirt, and it yeah. seems like too much. See, T Public has it right now. They're on sale. Regular thirty dollars a shirt on for twenty two. Yeah, it's not too but bad. Twenty two is still shipping. expensive unless you don't buy unless you buy like five of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Hmm. I'll watch. Anyways, watch Rad. That reminded me of something else, and now I lost it. Just gone. You're welcome. Gone. Oh, T Public. So I've continued to sell. My Shark Anatomy t-shirt. Mm-hmm. The neck one, yeah. Yeah. Did I tell you how much I sold in February? Last, You said you sold like 12 or something like that. Yes. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe that was February because our last one was March, right? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So, January I sold, it was $6 worth. It's like I get like two, 2 to $4 a shirt depending on how much yeah. or whether they're on sale or not. But February I sold $55 worth. And then March, I just uh, got $16 for the shirt sales for that. Oh, nice. And there's more sold already this month as well. I, I don't know where these people are buying this shirt. I, I still don't know. It's taken off. Yeah. <clears throat> I got to start I gotta start making some shirts. I do too. My coworkers actually, we have, a, we have a quote board at work where people say things and we're like, that has to go on the board because that's a good one. And... Uh, I, my coworkers decided that we need to add these shirts, like design shirts out of these quotes and have random people buy it because they, they swear people would buy things that are for our inside jokes, but sometimes they're funny. Like one of them <laughs> is of it, yeah. lick it and see if it's salty hmm. is the quote. Yeah, and it's, it's referring cool. to a battery charger that a customer got salt water on and it taken out of context it could mean other things so oh, yeah we have we have also lick it quotes as well yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what i said to a coworker that my other coworker heard and had to laugh at right away was what other multiplayer game have you bought recently to play alone <laughs> so he had to write that on the board right away yeah 
Yeah. It's oh, it's fun. It's good. Yeah. But they want to make it into a bunch of shirts and try and sell them and make money to fund a team outing, basically. Okay. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> That'd be fun. Like pre fuck this up. Um, I'm not one to judge. Stupid is expensive. Careful, yeah. you're giving away your ideas for free here. Yeah. Be careful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ingresso de agua. Was <laughs> water ingress, which yeah. happened to an aircraft in a, a Spanish-speaking country. So, ingresso de agua. Yeah. Uh, I watched a Caitlin's Cage movie. Okay. Raising Arizona. Okay. A Coen Brothers film. Yes, it is. Uh, it was pretty good. I. It wasn't like what I expected. I just, I just always see the picture of him with the baby. Yeah, and, and it wasn't totally hair. off, but yeah, I remember or I enjoyed it. Uh, I also <laughs> was recording a bunch of tapes recently, and then it pops up on the tape. I think I messaged you right away you with did, the picture. Yeah. I'm like, I could have watched it on a VHS tape instead of the download, <laughs> but yeah. It, it, yeah, it was it was interesting. Again, Nicolas Cage is a womanizing, or, or more so, he gets obsessed with one woman, but he still yeah. does it in a skeezy way. But uh, yeah, he's he's often playing the same character or very similar character to himself. It's it was a very funny. it was a very different movie than what I expected, especially from a Coen Brothers. It's not you're not your typical Coen Brothers movie. Yeah, and John Goodman. It, it is, it is early. It, and, it is it is, is early it? Coen. Okay. So I think they hadn't quite figured out their style yet so but some people swear by that movie some people love it i, I again I'm, I'm with you i thought it was okay yeah moments were better than okay but like yeah. in general it was an okay movie like especially for how much hype it has and how i don't know it just seems to be really popular like imdb's 7.3 out of 10 yeah on it like, so i just wonder i wonder what they're seeing that we're not yeah yeah so if definitely it's, had that's character. The nostalgia glasses yeah, it could be. Because if I saw this years ago, I think it would be even better. Mm -hmm. I think. There's just been so much done these days. Yeah. That's the thing is the market is so oversaturated. When you see the stuff that came before, it just seems yeah. tripe. tripe or the concept point. in general seems yeah. overplayed. Or Yeah. Yeah. So. But it was, it was still good. It was worth watching. I'm glad I watched it. Especially having known about it for so long. Yeah. Still don't get the name of it because it doesn't really. I don't want to give away if anybody hasn't seen the movie anyway. But he he's raising a baby named Arizona. It's not hard. But the baby's not <laughs> named Arizona. Isn't it? No. I thought the baby that's was a, the 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 parent's last name is Arizona. I think and that, and that's. I think that's the joke, right? Like. Yeah, but they could yeah. have just done the real name, but it's not. Yeah. It wouldn't flow as well. I think that's the reason. Yeah, the name is yeah. is. Is strange, but I, yeah, yeah, it's not, yeah. Uh, I thought the baby was gonna be named Arizona the whole time, but there's a play of words somewhere yeah. I'm not seeing, but yeah. yeah. But anyway, that's right. that's enough of that. You got Nicholas Cage. I got Nicholas Cage. I watched the Cotton Club. Ah, and what did you think of the Cotton Club? You know what? Not uh, not in terms of quality. I would almost put this in the same category as rumblefish <clears throat> oh really 
I don't think Nicholas. This is not a Nicholas Cage movie. Oh yes, I agree with that. I actually rated them both as a D for our scale. Okay. But Cotton Club is a good movie. Just a general, a good movie. Okay. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. And it's a high production. Lots of good people who are good at acting. It yeah, tells yeah. a story that's cohesive. But Nicholas Cage is not in it much. No, he's a side character. Yeah. He's the brother. He shows up here and there. He gets in trouble. Like he's they literally on. just there for a payoff in a story beat at the end. Yeah. Right. Like that's the only reason he's there. <clears throat> yeah. So, it's it's hard to to again talk about caginess. Um, I did yeah. have a few problems with the movie. So the Cotton Club is a a whites only bar that is uh, attended to by African American talent. Mm-hmm. Right. Exclusively, so they, yeah. Exclusively, so the and same with the audience cannot be African Americans. Yeah, I would say the the patrons are only white, and the 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 entertainers are African American, um, <clears throat> and so Richard Gere, a very young Richard Gere, um, is playing in this uh, African American club. That's where he's discovered by this gangster, who is played by, I had his name the whole time, and as soon as I go to say it, it's gone. I did not open the James Remar. That's it. Okay. James Remar, which I'm not a fan of young James Remar. I much prefer him when he's older. <clears throat> he's just he's a little he's he's a bit of an overactor when he's younger. Nicholas Cage is a bit the same. He's a bit of an overactor. Everyone's kind of compensating for their lack of experience. Yeah. So um anyways, he's discovered by uh James Remar, who is a gangster. And he basically pulls Richard Gere into, hey, you're gonna, you're with me, you're in my gang now. Um, you're gonna do some stuff for me. You're gonna come and play when I want you to play, um, and kind of get stuck down that path. Um, some of Richard Gere's motivations for fighting back didn't really make a lot of sense. Like he was going along with it fine, and then all of a sudden he just is mean and starts doing, you know, bad things like spilling drinks on women for no reason because he didn't like what they said to them it's just kind of out of character that kind of stuff um but the music in it is really good uh the entertainment like the dancing it's all part of it it's not a musical by any means it's just focusing on the acts that are are being played Mm -hmm. um it is co-written by mario puzo who also wrote the godfather So you see a bit of those those gangster influences coming in, yeah. And I think that's what made it more interesting than any other, oops, sorry, any other quote unquote Nicolas Cage movie so far that I've seen. And Francis Ford Coppola is also credited as a writer. Yes, and director. Nicolas Cage's uncle. You know what? Francis Ford Coppola is basically responsible for bringing us Nicolas Cage. Yeah, I think so. This so far that I've seen from 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 his directing the best movie i've seen him do so far every movie i've seen him do in in release order right and i'm not talking about later yeah i haven't been a fan of everything he's done so far this one is good but still i would i'm not saying it's the best movie i've ever seen it's 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 a good movie but i don't know i'm i don't think i'm a i'm I'm not a francis ford coppola fan yet We'll I don't how. pay attention to writers and actors. Writers and directors are pretty much at all. 
Okay. That is something that I, I, I focus on because I have gone down those rabbit holes. Same thing I do with actors. I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch these actors' movies, and I kind of go one, two, three. And that way same, I've done, but I've never done it. I'll do the same with. with I'll do the same with directors. I did that with Coen Brothers for a little bit. It makes bit, sense. I just don't I'll, think to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can see the style and how it progresses and things like that. Yeah, I've so. done it with like one, one or two here or there, but not much. Yeah. So, anyways, Cotton Club. Uh, it's good. It's long though. It's like it's over two hours long. So set some time aside. If you want to watch mm -hmm. it, mm -hmm. I watched it while doing dishes, and I don't remember what else. That's a long time doing dishes. Just getting, just getting stuff done. I think it was probably <laughs> dishes and laundry, and yeah. yep, yep. What's the next one? Uh, my next one is on my list that I moved to the side. Okay, uh, my next and last one is Firebirds, nineteen ninety. I summarized it here as Top Gun, but with helicopters, and in a war on drugs, not just test pilots. Okay. Um, so Nicholas Cage is the main character. Tommy Lee Jones is his instructor. And uh, Cage is also a womanizer, but obsessed with one woman once again. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Like he, yeah. It, it kind of comes out of nowhere at the beginning of the movie that he all of a sudden he likes this woman and it was not... It was not the way I would expect it to have been revealed, but whatever. Um... It was a fun movie. I mean, I almost, if I had to choose it or Top Gun, I would almost pick this movie over Top Gun because I don't oh. find that Top Gun's actually that entertaining of a movie, <laughs> having watched it for the first time last year. And again, this I think this is where the nostalgia glasses, this yeah. is where we're not seeing it because I think oh, Top Gun, I, when I was younger, I hated it because my parents loved it. Okay. I, when I watched it again, what is it, last year or two years ago? I loved it because it was so 80s and it just hit me, gave me that hit. The same reason I like Valley Girl. Like Valley Girl is my callback now. The same <laughs> reason I like that. It's just that callback of the 80s just hit so hard and I love it. So, same reason I like Rad. <laughs> Anyways, continue. Yeah, I, I don't have much more to say. It, it was, it was all right. It was nothing amazing and special, but I still liked it more than Top Gun. <laughs> Top Gun, I just felt like it didn't make any freaking sense, but so maybe that's me. Do you do you think you liked it because it was a better movie, or because it was an because you were doing this for like the Nicolas Cage thing? Because it had. Uh, Cage in it. I think in general, just in general, not just because of Cage. Like Tommy Lee Jones was good in it, and the story I think was the biggest thing, is it seemed to make more sense. Yeah. Even if it was it was like a stupid villain in it, but. It still seemed to make more sense. They had a purpose. They weren't just test pilots testing things. Yeah. Right? Like yeah, they are yeah. actually doing this for a, a reason. A they job were helping or a, a third, reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A third party or a third or whatever. A, a, I think it was Columbia or something like that with a drug problem. And the drugs were affecting the states because they're getting imported in the states. So the U.S. will send troops to go help stop the drug dealers. There, yeah. Yeah. Basically. So there's actually a purpose to it. And they go to a place right the, okay. the him the story with him and his girlfriend were kind of, was kind of a little bit stupid but um like he she's in the army too but he doesn't want her to be in the army because she, he wants her to be his wife and a homemaker and stay at home and raise kids yeah so she's not allowed to be a pilot but she is so that's yeah. why they're not together but then they start hooking up again anyway it's kind of weird <laughs> but still 
still yeah. better than still better than Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Uh, and Cage is pretty cagey. Cagey, okay. Pretty cagey. <laughs> Not off Wait, the rails cagey, but pretty cagey. What year uh, was that? Nineteen ninety. Nineteen ninety. Okay. Yeah. That's six which... years. Six years after the movie I'm going to talk about next. Oh, oh, oh. Well, actually, okay. technically, actually, this came out the same year as Cotton Club. Cotton Club came out in '84. This movie, Firebirds, was four years after Top Gun. Just four years so. after Top Gun. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, uh, my next movie, I don't remember you talking about this one, and maybe you did. Uh, it was one called Birdie. Yeah, I did. Yep. You did talk about Birdie. Yep. Yep. Okay. It was just weird. <laughs> that was most of what I said about it because it's hard to describe. It is hard to describe. I actually like it though. You do, yeah. I do like it. So I be- rated it as a B because of the caginess. Like he's pretty cagey in that. I guess so. I Mostly think- the later part, like the parts that's supposed to be in the in the present tense, not in the past. Yeah, when he's a little bit going out, b- being a bit uh, extra. Yeah. Yeah. Cagey. But not, I don't think he was. I don't think he was trying. I think he was actually trying to be serious in those roles. Right. This was this was yes. before this was before he had become known for doing that, and then leaned on it in later roles. Right. This is him actually trying. If, you haven't seen Race in the Sun. You have, right? Yeah, you did. Not yet. Which, oh, okay. What year is that? I'm in '84. I have. That's also '84. Okay. And so is Cotton Club. Cotton Club is '84. Yeah. So you pretty much have to watch Race in the Sun next. But Race in I'm the Sun in order. is feels <laughs> more like what you're describing to me. Okay. Where he's just being Nicolas Cage, or just being an actor playing a role, but Birdie felt more like Cagey, a little bit more Cagey. Okay. At least to in me, the parts that's supposed to be modern times, or like you know. Yeah. To yeah. me, it just felt like. To me, it just felt he was told. Now this this was the first movie I've seen with him that wasn't directed by Francis Ford Coppola. Mm. <clears throat> so okay. I don't. Anyways, let me explain the movie a little bit first so people can understand. Yeah. <clears throat> We're not just having a discussion and everyone's been left out of the loop here. So the movie Birdie from 1984. Yes. is two two guys who are not friends at the beginning. They become friends later. Nicolas Cage and Matthew Modine. Um, similar walks of life. Takes place um, shortly before the Vietnam War. Somewhere, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Within, within five years of the Vietnam War. Um, they, uh, become friends. They're both from rough parts of town and Matthew Modine is obsessed with birds. Mm-hmm. And this is where you're, when you say, um, Nicholas Cage is a womanizer. I think this is where this plays is because it's, it's playing the opposite with Matthew Modine. Nicholas Cage is a womanizer. Matthew Modine is a birdizer, if you want, for lack of a better term. Sure, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's that's that's where they're 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 drawing that comparison. And without him being a womanizer, you'd be like, "This is strange. Why does this guy love birds so much?" And you look at Nicolas Cage, you're like, "Oh, because he likes women so much." Not not be they're directly related, but it's just a point of comparison. Yeah, it's, for a, for a kid of that age. Right, yeah. they're just trying to give him something to be obsessed with. Yeah, Nicholas Cage so. is the typical guy obsessed with girls. Yeah, and getting some. 
Whereas yeah. the other guy is just really obsessed with birds. Yeah. Very obsessed with birds. Like, to the point of eventually... Creepily. Yeah. To the point where he is being held in a military hospital in the psych ward, <clears throat> essentially because he thinks he's a bird. He's, yeah. he's acting like a bird. He's... And, and so the whole story is, how did he get to this position? Pretty much, yeah. What? How did it? How did and it come the, to this? And on the flip side, Nicholas Cage is burned, like his face is all bandaged up, mm -hmm. and that's they're kind of revealing slowly how that happened as well. Yeah. So they were both in the army, though. Yes. And so they both got injured and both came to the hospital. Matthew Modine came out, and he's like this. He, I think he was, he was been hurt. He was hurt or injured much earlier, so he's been yeah. here longer. Um, but Nicholas Cage just comes later. And so they bring Nicolas Cage in. He's like, hey, this is your friend. Maybe you can help him, you know, come back to reality. So it's Nicolas Cage coming to terms <clears throat> with trying to help his buddy, Matthew Modine. Yeah. It's mostly just a story up to that point of how, how this goes here. What they don't explain to you, which I like, is I think Matthew, I, no, sorry. I think Nicolas Cage says it at one point in the movie. Just as a throwaway line, he's like, you've got to come out of this or they're going to start looking into my head and they're going to start seeing how crazy I am. Mm -hmm. And that line didn't make sense until the end of the movie. Because at the end of the movie, actually, maybe we shouldn't talk about it, what the end of the movie is. You know, I, think I want to know should... what you're talking about because I want to know if I picked up on it or not. <laughs> Anyways, at the end of the movie, things happen, but they only happen when Nicolas Cage is around. Yes. Yeah. And so you don't know if it's real or not. Yes. Right? And I thought that was cool. Anyways, my wife, I was here because we were working on her phone last night. And so she was down here working on work stuff while I had her phone open. The movie was playing on the screen over here. And so she was watching. And the whole time I just hear her going, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is I'm like, weird. I'm like, yeah, it is weird. But it's kind of interesting anyways it's the most yeah. interesting nicholas cage movie i've seen so far <laughs> it's not i liked i liked valley girl more than this movie in terms of in terms of entertainment like <clears throat> valley girl's a, a one that i will watch again probably this one i will watch again but I'm, it's gonna take some time Gonna be one of those ones that I talk to somebody about and like, mm, I want to see this. See, like, I always right. feel like you feel about Valley Girl the way I feel about Peggy Sue got buried. Maybe because ju it's just an interesting story and and the time frame. And with that one, it's time travel too. I was gonna so. say, don't I don't think Valley Girl's an interesting story. I just like it because it's super eighties. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> and it's and it's funny and it's ridiculous at times how how it's ridiculous how eighties it is. <laughs> and the things that happen you're like this you could not do this now you could not do this anyways so it's such a time and place movie so yeah that's it go and watch birdie if you watch birdie i want to hear what you have to say please message me i do these calls to action and no one does anything but i'm gonna try again <laughs> uh, yeah i'm yeah. gonna put i'm gonna put something in the cage page <laughs> see if i can find a, a gift for birdie i doubt it <laughs> probably probably not that I one's pretty obscure it. it's pretty obscure 
but that uh, one that one's definitely going to stick with me. I I've been thinking about it. So I watched it last night because I was just like, man, I got to watch at least two Nicolas Cage movies, or Derek's just going to, you know, take off. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying I only to do watched two, two, but I watched them a while ago. Okay, I'm only trying to. I'm trying to do two a month because I, otherwise it feels like homework, and I'm not interested in doing it. So, yeah, I might have went crazy last week or last month. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Or the month before. Now I forget which one it was, but. Oh, either way. <laughs> so. Well, do you have anything else pressing? I can't find a gift for this movie. <laughs> at least not using the built-in tool in discord you gotta make one i'll make one for you i'll find i'll find one on the internet just not using <laughs> that tool i just need to do this and find one but i do want to have one to uh share on the cage page <laughs> <laughs> yeah i came across a good one the cat Oh, the cat one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wish there was a, Ca a Nicolas Cage one if it's going to be the Cage page, but anyway. There, he didn't have a lot of, of good ones, no, considering his really face didn't. is half-covered. So. <laughs> uh, what else? That's all I got on my list. I was going to come up with some more quiz things to do, but I never did. I started uh, to, and ChatGPT let me down. That's okay. I think my voice is going to give out here soon, so I don't want to push true. it too much longer. That's true. That's so, fine. Two and a half hours would be good. Bill will be happy. He gets to yeah, extra half hour out of his life. So. <laughs> oh, apparently we had we apparently we threw some shade at the Q dogs last episode. Yeah, I don't remember what we do for not for not listening or listening really I late. I don't remember. Or we maybe we did it on Twitter. I can't remember. Anyways, they mentioned it on not this Q dog house, but last Q dog house. They said they were listening to not so special, but Eric wasn't going to talk about it because we were taught we were throwing shade. Or something like that. I remember. Some kind of comment. Eric, I'm sorry. Please talk to us. Please. He's, he's talking to me on Twitter. So. He's not talking to me. So. <laughs> I, I had to message him directly for him to answer me. So maybe uh, that's okay. Fine. That would do it. That would yeah. do it. Yeah. It's kind of like a Joe situation. <laughs> that's true. Speaking <laughs> of Joe, I actually... He had a list. He was prepared last episode. He had a list of stuff he wanted to talk about. And I don't think we got to half of it. So I messaged him after the show and I was like, hey, like, can you send me the list and we can talk about it on the next show? He said, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. So Nothing. I didn't get anything. So Joe, I'm calling you out. I need that list for next episode, please. Or we'll have you get back on and we can talk about it with you personally. That would be fun too. So we'll see how it goes. But. Well, yeah, we probably won't get it. <laughs> He's still Joe. All right, that's going to do it for me. My voice is going to give out, and I need to go get some more water. So Yeah, I've been drinking water, and it's not helping. Not helping. Yeah, one of those. it's one of those records. So thank you very much for listening, everybody. Please watch Birdie. Let us know what you think. And we'll see you all in a month. Bye. Bye. <laughs>